Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Just Two Pals, where we're we're just two pals and we talk about movies and comic books and TV shows and all kinds of crazy stuff here with me as always. My number one guy, pal number two, old Johnny. How you doing, old man? Hey, 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 pal number one here. Just checking in to see how the how the intro's going, buddy. You're really doing a great job. Yeah, how's it going, Chief? How you doing tonight? Uh, I'm good. You're good. I don't know. I'm fine. I'm fine, buddy. Well, that's good, Skip. Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's get to it. Um, another episode of Just Two Pals here with me is Johnny, my, my best buddy. You're just going to retread um, the same same <laughs> thing you've already said to really get this yeah, thing that's, going. That's what people like, is repetition. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's so true. true when you All think about it. All the pop songs, they're just, it's repetition. It's nothing it's but about. chorus. It's have just, you ever listened to It's My just Chemical chorus Romance? after chorus. I have, li- yeah, 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 man. I like My yeah. Chemical Romance. How do they get away with just writing one line and then it's a hit song? Nobody knows. Nobody yeah, knows yeah, nobody knows. It. No, but they do it and it's successful. So. And people accept it and it's successful. I mean, hey, That's good for them, right, buddy? Am I right? Well, good for them. They're making... Well, I don't. I mean, not anymore. I don't think they're together anymore. But Doesn't matter. Whatever. Who cares? That's not what the show's about, buddy. I'll tell you what the show is about. Uh, we're just two pals, and we talk about all different kinds of stuff. Um, and uh, I know we've had some real tragic news in the last couple of weeks. Actually, this whole year. I mean, every year you lose celebrities, but this year definitely feels like we lost some real good ones. Um, buddy, this year is the first year it's it's starting to hit home a little bit. Well, you're getting real choked up even thinking it's, about it. It's starting to bum me out now now these days. It is, huh? Um, yeah, sure. Um, well, buddy, before we get started, though, I don't know if you wanted to join me in spinning that audible wheel. What do you think? I have no interest. No, thank you. <laughs> let's go let's go get listen we've been criticized one response. too many times for our audible ads i i've just i give up on them we've been told recently that we don't have the best dave audible yeah, dave has told us recently our audible ads are terrible that's right dave from atomic geekdom the atomic geekdom podcast that you can find at atomicgeekdom.com he's told us that we don't make good audible trial He's criticized us. He's criticized us repeatedly. And the people at Audible are real pissed about it. They sent me a couple of personal emails. They said, "Oh, they sent you. Upset. They sent you a message personally. They they're real upset about the fact that we're doing great ads, but there's That's always right. a naysayer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sent me a couple of. Per- I don't know if you got those emails. I got them personally, no, and they're not happy. No, no. I think anyway. I think they go straight to spam. Well, I say, buddy. I say, let's prove them wrong. Let's have a great Audible ad today, huh? Let's do it. You want to spin that wheel? You want to? You want to go ahead and uh, cue up a little little sound effect for us, there, buddy? I think I got something. You got something? It, All right, here we go. Let's, let's go ahead and spin We're that spinning wheel. that wheel right now. That was pretty good. That was a good one, pal. That was a really good one. That was a good one. Um, So as everyone knows, uh, we spin the Audible wheel. We'll talk about Audible. Uh, This time, though, in particular, we're going to do a real great one, eh, buddy? We're going to knock it out of the park. We're definitely going to knock it out of the park. So uh, if, if you've just tuned in, like just this moment, we're just two pals, and we talk about you know movies and comics. And Nobody does that. Nobody TV. tunes in. It's not on the radio. We're not. Oh, like, oh, that's right. That's not how it works. Work oh, my mistake. That's Been like if from you leave beginning. a message on someone's answering machine, going, "Hello, this is jo- Johnny. 
Johnny, pick up, pick up, but it's on their cell phone. Right, right. Pick it up. Hey, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick, pick up. up. Ah, was that you? Ah, I thought. Uh, it, nope, nope. Thought I heard you. Yeah, thought I heard you. Yeah, it's not like that anymore. Uh, well, uh, I I know, uh, buddy. I'll say the biggest loss for me so far this year is is probably Anton Yelchin. Um, yeah, that was a big one. Because I, I I really I I got a lot of respect for the guy, you know. Um, sure. But we lost someone who was really near and dear to you, buddy. Yeah, but I mean a couple people, but the the, the recent one, um, it, it, it did hit pretty big because I've been a fan since I was a little kid, right? Um, so one of my faves is Gene Wilder, buddy. Um, and when it happened, I was I was bummed. And usually I don't get bummed when celebrities die. Like, obviously it's sad, and I recognize that that sucks and stuff. Well, you feel for their family. Yeah, definitely. I feel for their loved ones and pe- their agents, especially. I feel bad for. You feel for the for the agents because now they, now they don't have a client anymore. <laughs> yeah, their one and only client, client was is right. gone. Wow, that's that's <laughs> right. a really Prince couldn't have been a good client though. There's, there's oh, no I'm sure Prince was a terrible agent. client. Prince's agent was probably like, you know, honestly, this is a really yeah. Good you know, when you think about it, I don't, I don't have to, you know, scrape the bottom of the barrel to try to get gigs. <laughs> I book these shows, and sometimes he doesn't even show up. Yeah, and people are always bad. Oh, uh, they're always bad at me. It's a, the, their anger is always directed at me. <laughs> right. So anyway, yeah. Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder, real, yeah, Gene real Wilder sad, real big it. loss. Um. So anyway, buddy, Gene Wilder passed, and, and obviously I was like, oh man, yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch, watch some of his stuff. Some of his movies are some of my favorite movies. Blazing Saddles, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, was See No Evil, Hear No Evil is one of my favorite comedies. So I started watching these like old movies again, and um, which led me into like watching Mel Brooks movies, of course, and that kind of stuff. So, and I started like seeing like there's like a, lot, a big difference between how like comedy movies used to be made and kind of how they're made now, and even like what was like acceptable back then. And what's acceptable now? It's like kind of a weird thing in in comedy. So l- let me ask you, buddy. Wh- what do you prefer? Are you kind of like an old school guy or a new school guy? I don't... Whoa! No way! <laughs> this almost never happens. <laughs> hey, we can do it now. <laughs> All right, shut up already. Um, buddy, <laughs> we've we've committed one. to the greatest audible ad of all time. So let let's kick it off. Let's get into it. Let's start by saying, hey, d- uh, love Audible. Well, try Audible. Go to Audible www.audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom, and you can get yourself a free trial and a and a get yourself a free book. Hey there, I'm Body Nope, 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 nope. It's not gonna work. <laughs> No, this is a character I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I could tell. I could tell you're definitely <laughs> trying to do a character. Well, yeah. You didn't let me flesh it out at all. <laughs> it's not going to work, buddy. It's not going to work like that. If you're a bodybuilder, but no, 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 it's totally unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. No one's buying this Let even for a you, second. What bodybuilder listens to audiobooks? Listen to uh, some great books while you're catching a little couple of couple of weights. You don't even know what to say. <laughs> what they do while you're hitting the protein bar. That's not getting, a thing. <laughs> getting some wheatgrass shots. Watch you listen to some Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> this is this is bad. This is really bad. <laughs> this is pretty good. This, this is pretty good. This is really terrible. 
Um, if you like books, join no. Audible. Audible with us. No? No, it's... No. We said we were going to do the best one. This is terrible. The best one ever, right? Yeah. In a world where books... Okay, no, reaching. listen. All right. Go no. to www.audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. And you can get... Uh, I mean, you get like a free 30-day trial if you want to keep up the service afterwards. Then then, and then do it. a free book. Oh, you get a free God. book. No, you you're ruining it. You're just, you're you're just destroying book, you this ad. You might as well check out that... That number one classic. Oh, the number one uh, the bestseller, book? flying off the shelves. Can't even book can't even get a physical of, copy of it. The only copy you'll be able to hype. get is the audio one. It's getting real a lot of hype these days. Check out the book thief. I I don't know what it's about, um, but if you're gonna get a free book, well, on nobody us, does. No problem. So here's the problem: people probably get the book thief, but nobody ever tells us about it. Like we're yeah, we're never of... we're never really going to be able to represent the book appropriately until somebody listens to it and tells us about it, right? Right. So well, come thing. on, guys. I, I've heard the sales for the book thief have gone up, and I think it's because you of, think it's probably because, because of, us. of us. I mean, what other podcast out there is repping the book thief like we repping are? Them this hard, you know what I mean? This hard. So anyway, if you want a free book, you want to get the book thief for literally. Any other of over 180,000. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like getting a book, you get a free one. Go ahead and get the book thief. But if you don't want to get the book thief, get any get any other book. Any other book you feel like. Just do it. And if you want to get chicks like me, listen to all the best books on there. Was that pretty good? No. That was a hot That's still bad. <laughs> still really bad. All right, I think we did it. I think we knocked this one out of the I park. think this wound up being an epic failure. <laughs> no, I don't think wound so, wound up buddy. being terrible. You know, we'll let the fans decide. We'll definitely we'll definitely let the fans decide. All <laughs> all the fans. Just Two Pals fans. I've seen some fans. Nobody, nobody stuck around. We've been gone too long. We lost all our fans. It's over. It's over. I think on Twitter, we, we've got like 50 some odd followers, but I think like 48 of them are other podcasts. Yeah, you know what I mean? Trying to get their numbers up, right? Right, and they're looking for that return follow, um, and we don't give it to them. Well, it's no, it's we very will. disingenuous. No, it's very disingenuous <laughs> to just follow, but then never pay attention. Like I'd rather people not follow us if they're not gonna, you know, listen right, to the content. But generally, the idea is like you're supporting each other. Their followers might see your stuff. Your followers might see their stuff. Yeah. So it's like, if they follow you, you now have the obligation to follow them back. Well, I don't know, what if you don't really want to? Then you're the dick, Yeah. Though. Well, we won't do right? it. Yeah, so we won't do it. Fucked. You put yourself in that position where it's like, yeah, I'll give you a follow, but you have to follow me back. That's that's not how yeah, it works. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a very selfish mentality, and we don't, we don't buy into that at all. You don't play that game. Right? Homie, don't play that. <laughs> that's Cla- yeah, Classic yeah. callback, right, buddy? Speaking of hilarious comedy um no I'd, i was asking you a question i yeah i, I remember i remember what the question is um I, I don't know i feel like my tastes lie in kind of both areas i definitely gravitate more towards the newer comedies than the older ones sure um sure. i'd say from like the mid 90s uh to now is kind of like when comedy really started to like take that tonal shift and it was like, uh, I mean, comedy was has always kind of been a little racy here and there. But it was like each comedy movie, it seemed like each year there was one new movie that pushed the envelope just a little bit too far, but was still acceptable. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, 
I don't know. I guess the newer ones. If, I mean, if I had to pick one, which I hate doing, but I will. I'd say the newer ones. Do you have a favorite kind of um, like series of like a group of comedies or a certain maybe like writer or director or something like that? Um, yeah, buddy, no, not. No, I guess not, not really. really. No, no, I guess not really. I mean, to you to like an extent, all. to an extent. Um, I mean, I, I, when I see Judd Apatow, I think, oh, okay, this is, this is probably going to be pretty good. When I see Seth Rogen, I think this is probably going to be pretty good. Um, but He'll throw it out there. Yeah, but I don't like He'll follow them religiously. Right? You know who I definitely follow though? Um, Paul Feig for sure. You love Paul Feig. No, I actually hate Paul Feig now as a person. Like I think, <laughs> I think he's kind of a dick now. Now you think he's yeah, a Yeah, I hate shit. him. Yeah, I'll go out of this my way to not see debacle. his movies. Yeah, I'm going to illegally stream his movies because I don't want to give him any money. But you'll be happy to know I always illegally streamed his movies. Oh, did you? I, like, pretty much exclusively. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just I'm always streaming his movies. Right. Um, buddy, I'll tell you what, with the, you know, I, I'm more of an old school kind of guy. And, but, and that's kind of with everything, like, I do, right? I'm always kind of into, like, the retro stuff. But, um... But, I, I mean, I like a lot of new stuff. Like, so you brought up Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow is definitely one of my favorites as far as, like, the the new age of comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they, I mean, those guys show up everywhere. I'll pretty much watch any movie that has, like, even a subsect of some of those characters together. You know, like, even Kristen Wiig I started liking because of Judd Apatow movies. And then, obviously, Seth Rogen and, um, what, Jonah Hill and stuff. So... I ended up watching all the movies from those kind of actors branch off because of like Judd Apatow movies. So he's definitely one of my favorites. I think I think he's a genius. Um, I wouldn't say he's a genius. I think he's pretty. F- I think he knows comedy. I think I'm gonna tell you why. I don't think he's a comedic genius, but I think he knows how to put people. Like I think he knows the strengths of the people he works with. And he knows just how to put him in situations that so that, that make, I mean a lot really a lot cool. of Judd Apatow movies are him getting really funny people into the yeah. same room and then letting them do their thing where so he writes the story but then he lets the actors do their work and I don't think that that takes any skill to know hey Paul Rudd really riffs well off of Seth Rogen right. so let's put them in a room I don't think that takes any amount of genius like but that's is, any he's anyone can tell writer, you that. Though. I mean, he did free like freaks and geeks and stuff, right? And, yeah, and, I'm not going to take that away, and... but I'm I I, I will I, I definitely can't board that Judd Apatow is a genius train. I think he's, his movies. I great. think he's very clever, and and I think he's I think he's very smart, but I won't say he's a genius. You're not, and that's what the whole show's about is us arguing about whether or not Judd Apatow's a genius, and the the you end result the end result is that he is not. He's and not a genius. The, the final answer, the final decree is that Johnny's always right. That is correct. Well, at least my opinions are. I mean, I'm, I don't choose my opinions. I just have them. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that is true. You know what that I'm saying? So I, it's, so I started watching some of um, like Gene Wilder and some of his uh, uh, interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they, there was one, not recent, but it was probably like three or four years old. And he looks pretty bad, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're, He's they, not they in good shape. Him, like, Right, and they're like, you know, you haven't done a movie in like twenty years, and he's—they're kind of asking him, like, you know, is there any reason for that? And he said something about um, how movies, like, they—they don't seem genuinely like raunchy anymore. 
Um, and I kind of that kind of sparked something too with when he said something about that because um, I noticed like there's movies are dirty these days, right? Even Judd Apatow movies and stuff like that. They pretty much bank themselves on being. They try to push the envelope. They push it as far as possible. Yeah, but that's their intention. That's what they're trying to do. Right, 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 right. and and then and he mentioned um, like with cursing and stuff. Like cursing, even in old movies, like you see it a lot. But um, I, th- I think it w- it's definitely not as overdone as it is now. Like it's definitely very, um, what's the word? They they use it very flippantly, right? It's it's everywhere. You yeah, get away from it. Yeah, uh, but it's funny. It's definitely it's, not. It's in casual speak now in comedies. And and it's yeah. not it's not surprising anymore to, to you know to go see a comedy movie and hear the f bomb dropped a couple of times and and a lot of it now I mean if we're talking about language a little bit a lot of it is just combining two different raunchy words into into one word right <laughs> like, <laughs> like like a douche dick yeah, yeah like that's, that's a big thing. I mean if if someone just randomly says well you're being a real douche dick right now <laughs> right like that it, it's like you made me laugh. Oh, I, I, yeah, I really got you, buddy. I'm the next really I'm the me. next Jed Apatow. I'm buddy, a comedic you're a genius. genius. You are a genius, yeah. I would say. Very clever. Um, <laughs> so, but but that's like, the, the the language isn't as effective anymore because it started getting, it, was, it started being used so commonly um, right. that it was like, okay, well, what's the next step then? If dropping an F-bomb in, in very comedic places isn't as funny as it was before well the next step is to drop you know the 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 c word right after it right (laughs) or or a string of f-bombs and then it never ends so like that point you made earlier about how every year it seemed like there's another movie that pushes it a little further like that never stopped right So, so now we get even like uh what's that the the recent Seth Rogen movie was that um, Sausage Fest, the animated movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sausage Party. To the extent where we could go see a movie that, like, I, at the theater, there were signs that, like, were up for Sausage Fest that was like, we know this looks like a cartoon. It's, it's not. It's not. It. Yeah. It's Sausage <laughs> right. Party, by the way, buddy. <laughs> Whatever. It's Fest, no, party, no, doesn't matter. No, it's the, the Sausage Fiesta is more acceptable. Hash- Tag Sausage Fest. Sus. <laughs> That's the movie, right? Sausage Fest 2016. I don't, I don't, I don't care for that. Did you see that movie? I don't movie care or for no? that. What about the Sausage Bar Mitzvah? Do you think that's like? I mean, those are two competing things, right? What about the Sausage Quinceanera? I don't. No, I don't <laughs> care for that. You don't like that, buddy? There's humor in the sausage. Uh, whatever thing I said before. Sausage bar mitzvah? Yeah. It's, it's or sauce- bat mitzvah. Yeah. Would be funnier because a bat mitzvah is for a lady, right? Uh, buddy, do you, I mean, you get the, you get the joke, right? Because they're Jewish and Jews don't eat pork. They don't eat pork. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely. not kosher. Oh, you do get it. I do get it. <laughs> yes, oh, okay. I, I did I didn't, thing. I didn't think you did because you didn't laugh earlier. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it was really well done. I'm just making sure. Okay. <laughs> you really got me on that one, pal. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure did. Yeah, sure did. <sighs> Sausage bot mispa, am I right? No. No, I don't like that. <laughs> for, it's because it's for a lady. Well, no. No. Still not okay. 
inappropriate, really. So did you see Sausage Fiasco? No, no, I definitely didn't. But I know it's been getting really good reviews, like from Has critics it? and fans. It's been getting good reviews. I want to see it. It's definitely something I would. I, I mean, like I said, I, I pretty much, and I'll buy them too. Uh huh. Um, I pretty much see all the movies those guys kind of do together. You know who I ended up loving because of those movies is James Franco. Oh, James Franco is hilarious. Franco. He's really, really funny. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorites of those guys now. I love the that team up with him and Seth Rogen. Yeah, I I um, really really liked him in uh, This Is the End. That's what I was gonna say too. But that was the one that won one me favorites. over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was definitely the one. That scene with him and uh, who's the who's the guy? Danny Danny McBride. Danny yeah, McBride. yeah, yeah. Talking about <laughs> jacking off arguing. all over his. All over his magazines. James Franco's real upset because it's a classy magazine with classy ladies. And you don't just jack up and spew your jizz all over the pages. I love that line and I use it all the time. That when he says, like, what are you even doing with these magazines? Jacking off like a pilgrim. (laughs) I love that idea. Yeah. You're doing something like a pilgrim. And all that is them riffing off each other, right? So that's that's a lot of comedy now. Yeah, definitely is the 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 whole um, uh, what do you call it? Improv, ad libbing, improv, improv kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, and I really like the to buy those movies too because there's always like the reels of like all their different takes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for that movie, those were great because that scene was like 18 minutes. Long <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was TV. extended. Yeah, those and are great. It's so funny, it's even better. So it's pretty common now to get like actors that are really good at ad lib and and just kind of improv and stuff melissa mccarthy's really good at it like she's super funny if you ever see her takes she's really really good um and you know uh, on scrubs you and i are are compared favorably to the characters of jd and turk from scrubs as you know what people say yeah 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 they say you're jd and i'm turk is because i'm really handsome no no it's because you're real emotional but in a good way yeah and i'm like real black that's why i'm turk <laughs> right you're real street black. yeah well well thuggish that's true yeah he wasn't thuggish at all that's very no no he wasn't um i can't believe but, said that. but i remember uh, a couple of times that when they do interviews with uh was it bill lawrence i think created it they'd be like yeah we'd, we'd write out the script and we'd give it to everyone and Neil Flynn, the guy who played the janitor, in the script, it would be like, JD says this, and then it says, janitor, Neil Flynn does something. Like, that was written into the script, because Neil Flynn was that was just real quick uh, in those moments, and he would ad-lib so much that it was, like, scripted in that he was going to ad-lib stuff. So... Right. Um, not... It, so, and that's... I... I like I like the fact that it shifted to the, that a little bit, because natural comedy feels like the best comedy. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, usually it's a lot of the time. Sometimes it's what they're saying, but a lot of time it's like the delivery and kind of the like the way they say it. Yeah, is, is funnier than what. Well, delivery is everything with comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, it it, it it does kind of mirror how you talk to your friends and stuff. So it makes it funnier to see that in a movie. It does. It's because you're. It's like you're hanging out with your friends. Um, kind of going back to the language thing. I think that's one area where comedy suffers is that that over reliance on the raunchiness, um, yeah. specifically the language. Uh, I'm. I like. 
I, I have some like some of my favorite comedians are the ones who I think are the most clever, like Chris Rock and George Carlin. Um, I really like Mike Birbiglia a lot. Um, yeah, you talk about him a lot. You like him. Yeah, he, he's fan. really, really funny. Um, but the first two especially, their routines like are filled with foul language. Right, but it doesn't feel, yeah, and but it doesn't feel forced. Like it feels like that's how they just naturally talk. And sometimes I'll hear comedians and they drop f bombs and you know shit, damn cock, fuck, all that stuff comes out of their mouths. But it feels very forced. It's almost like they wrote down, you know, get the fuck out of my way instead of just naturally coming. Yeah, 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 and and I roll my eyes at it. I don't like it because I I think what it's. Why put that in there if that's not how you naturally talk? You know who does it well? And he's, I mean, I like him a lot. I wouldn't say he's, he's definitely not one of my favorites, but Cat Williams is very natural with the way he Yes. Talks, and that's yeah. laugh about him. Yes, he is. He's really, I like him too. I can only take so much of him in one yeah, sitting, I, but he's good. When I compare him to some of my, my favorite comedians of all time, he doesn't really hold up, but I do. I mean, like I buy all his stand-ups when he was making stand-ups. That is, yeah. Um, what's he? So, what's he? What's he doing now? I don't know. Hitting kids and getting arrested. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. He must be in jail or prison or something. <laughs> he's always up to no good. That's he's he's definitely uh, out there pushing the envelope in real life. <laughs> right, slapping someone at Target. <laughs> I think he did that. Did he? I think that was a big thing. Is that one thing he did? I remember a bunch of uh, like videos of him fucking with people and getting arrested for it. <laughs> I guess they don't understand that he's Cat Williams and it's okay for him to do that. <laughs> right, 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 because he's got nice hair. Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, you know, for me, the best thing he ever did was play um, a pimp named Slickback. On Boondocks. Oh, that was the I best thing that. I'd ever seen him in. <laughs> a pimp named best. Slickback. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. And I love that show. That show is great. Yeah, yeah. But we're not talking uh, about Boondocks, are we, buddy? Hey, if we ever if we ever talk about cartoons or like adult animation, we should definitely talk about Boondocks. When we do. When we, we do. Who knows when we will? Next week. We're gonna do it next week. Maybe or maybe not. We will definitely Probably. be doing it next week. It's absolutely the case. It's 100%. It's decided. That might be so. Well, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll so see anyway, that. buddy, um, we were so talking buddy, about... So go, getting back to what we were talking about, about um, the ad-libbing and how it's really cool. So it's funny because the exact opposite takes place like on um, Kevin Smith sets, where it seems like a lot of that is ad-lib, but... Um, from from like looking into Kevin Smith stuff, he he doesn't like really like people to ad lib. Um, no, he wants people it, to follow what he wrote. Right. So even though those things, I mean, he's he's a pretty good writer as far as dialogue goes. So I mean, he knows how to be very natural. So all that stuff that happens in those movies, they're funny because they feel like like you're saying like natural conversations. But he actually writes them that way yeah he's probably i guess a smarter guy more closer to a genius than judd apatow is what you're thinking um because he can actually i don't know to an extent kevin smith really fell off the rails for me so me too buddy me too i i don't respect him like i used to yeah i i definitely used to love him and i don't even know if i haven't watched the movies 
like the actual view a universe or whatever movies in a long time. So I don't even know if today some of them are still really good. Like um, I'm sure they are. Yeah, I I would say my favorite of his is Dogma. I was going to say the same. I thing. really really like Dogma. It's um, definitely his best film. I, I would definitely. Yeah, say. yeah, it was great, and I thought it was a great use of Jay and Silent Bob, who normally are characters I just kind of roll my eyes at. Um, yeah. like yeah, they yeah. like they don't really interest me because it's all about one being stupid and the other one being brilliant but silent. Right, right. Um, my favorite one growing up, like in high school and stuff, when I was really into him, was was Chasing Amy. That was always my favorite, and that's my favorite still of their kind of scenes. You know when they show up. Yeah. Um, because his speech in there is awesome, and they're they're super funny. Too. I really like the part in that movie where the one woman is kissing the other woman because they're both ladies. What? <laughs> what? Ladies? <laughs> ladies? <laughs> Buddy, that's oh. God doesn't approve of that. Oh dear. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> right, they're going to hell, don't they know? Yeah. Oh, they have no idea. Whoa, 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 whoa! Did they read whoa, the Bible? Whoa, hey-o. Maybe they should pick up that best that bestseller, uh, the Bible. <laughs> I... <laughs> that number one, yeah, flying off the shelves. Yeah. Can you get the Bible on Audible.com? Can you get the Bible first edition? <laughs> Can you get the original? Can <laughs> you get the, the original? original yeah, yeah. <laughs> the original stones of the Bible. <laughs> If you can get the Bible on Audible from Audible www.audibletrial.com slash Atomic Kingdom, where you get a free trial and a free book. If you sure. get if like if you get the Bible, who narrates it? I was gonna ask you the same thing. Listen, I've heard a lot of different voices because I have used Audible and I've listened sure. to a lot of different books. I say Will Wheaton. <laughs> Will Wheaton Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring on Will Wheaton. <laughs> To read the Bible. I don't think he has a mature enough voice. That's the that's the bit though. That's, <laughs> that's what hooks you thing. in. Yeah. He's got a real like warm, inviting, like fun voice. Like like <laughs> right. and I I'd definitely hang out with this guy for sure. Like I'd go to Sodom <laughs> with him. I'd go to Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> right, right. I'd follow him through this yeah. journey. Hey. Like a great time. Yeah, I mean some of this stuff is a little racy, but I mean I'll stick with it. <laughs> this this guy still right. seems to be having a good time reading it, so all this stuff about killing slaves, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Abraham was gonna do what to his son? Say what? No, you didn't, Will Wheaton. No, you did. Will Wheaton would be pretty good. I think he'd be terrible. Too many people would be held. Too many people would hold Will Wheaton responsible for the actions of the characters within the Bible. <laughs> right, right. I don't listen to Will Wheaton books anymore. They're dirty. <laughs> How about Chris Rock does it, but he does it with a lot of expletives. With like his natural, with like his how he would naturally read it, like how he reads it in his head. Yeah. I mean, the obvious answer is Morgan Freeman, right? Well, that's the obvious one. I, I like the idea of Chris Rock. I'd like to think you know, that it, I didn't I, even think of the fact that he played God in them movies. I was just thinking because he's always a narrator. Because he's got a great voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I told why Randy? Because he, he's black, he actually, racist. Well, the, I mean, it's not like it's a first-person account of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's reading a story time. Yeah. With people. yeah. So you know, fun. if he was still around, George Carlin would do a great job. He could do it. Yeah. One of my favorite George Carlin bits is when he's talking about God, and he says, uh, 
he's talking about all the all the things people do and why they're good and he said and i love his delivery when he says because there's an invisible man in the sky <laughs> his delivery was on point man he was great yeah he's one of the best he's he's definitely one of my favorites Dan. and he was in dogma you know Oh yeah, bringing bringing that right yeah. back around to talking about Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith used to be super great to me, and it it seemed like he got too full of himself almost in the movies. But his t- yeah. his comic writing still great. His TV directing and writing is still great. Uh, it's just like his movies that he does are not the quality that they used to be. I haven't even seen the last few. I, I know I watched the Red State one. Yeah, Red State, I liked. It was a very different take. Like, it was definitely. It was a very different Kevin Smith movie, and I think I probably liked it more because I knew it was Kevin Smith, not doing a typical, you know, viewers' universe. Do you think, like, when he stopped doing those, if if he would have kept doing viewers' universe movies, that he would have kept, like, you would have kept liking it, or do you think he would have gotten sick of that too? I don't know. I don't know. You remember that episode of South Park where Kyle's family moves to San Francisco because they get hybrids and they're so full of themselves they smell their own farts? (laughs) I feel like that's Kevin Smith. I feel like Kevin Smith smells his own farts. Yeah, when you listen to him, like, I mean, I've tried to listen to a couple of his podcasts, um, and even I get annoyed with them. And I used to watch those, like, two or three hour long stand-up things that he would put out. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, when he was at conventions and stuff, or he'd do, like, yeah, Q&As. Yeah, like him talking at a school or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I used to watch all those, and I stopped after, like, the third or fourth one, because he did start <laughs> seeming like, I don't know. He was, he, there was a lot of, like, I, this is how I would do things, and this is how much better it would be if I was in charge of yada yada. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure... I'm sure he's still a really good dude. I mean, I've seen enough clips of him or enough interviews with him. Like, the dude's got, like, a good heart. But his his work clouds his judgment, maybe? Right. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do really like him. I, I actually really like that video of, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, where he watches. You remember Sadfleck? After BVS came oh, out, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a video of him watching it. You know, he's like best friends with Ben Affleck, and he sees oh, yeah, Ben Affleck getting all sad, and you know, someone else threw the music in it, and he starts tearing up <laughs> watching it because he's so upset for for his oh, best friend Ben no. Affleck, and like it's ridiculous, but uh, I mean, that's a good dude right there. Like he really cares about his buddy. Yeah, 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 and he always he always pimps out Ben Affleck. Yeah, he loves Ben he Affleck. He thinks he's the best. And um, he's right. And he's probably one of the reasons I love Ben Affleck so much. If you get a chance, listen to his Fat Man on Batman BVS review. Because a lot of it is a lot of it is him going, well, I mean, this wasn't like the comics, but eh, I mean, it was cool, you know? And <laughs> no, then, I actually and then I this happened. some of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when, I, when I was going back, and it's like a really sullen podcast. Like, yeah, I'm he's trying so hard. Him. Like, there are a couple of things that he says are cool, and he spends a little bit of time on it, but the rest of it's like... And then he finds out, you know, it's Martha, which I don't I don't get, but it was still cool. It was still a cool fight. <laughs> Whatever. It was still a cool fight between them. It was a good fight. Which it wasn't. It was not a good fight. Ben Affleck was real cool. Yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck was good. Obviously, I mean, he's my boy. So <laughs> his breath. Yeah. There. Um, so Kevin Kevin Smith. I'm done of... with Kevin Smith comedies. If he does You're different types of movies, I'm interested. But comedies, I'm 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 out. I'm I'm zoned out. I'm tuned out to him. 
So you think that this the school of like the improv comics for what, whatever they're called, this group of people, they're they're funnier to you. Yes. Yeah. To me too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they they took over what Kevin Smith used to be cuz those that group of people, there's something about people who make movies together. Mm-hmm. Um cuz that was the big appeal for the Kevin Smith movies and it's probably the big appeal for these movies for me. I I like when there's like a team and it's, you know, not always the same actors, but mm-hmm. they all kind of run together, you know. Yeah. Which is why This Is The End was so cool, because it was like... It was all our favorite guys. Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, (laughs) uh, James Franco, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, like, really starting to do those movies with him. He's hilarious. Yeah, I love him. So, I mean, they all bring bring stuff to the table. Michael Sarah, yeah, in small doses, for sure. And it was cool, because it was kind of... I mean, obviously, it was like a mock of their kind of characters of themselves but it was cool that it was like their actual friends yeah 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 they all go to each other's houses i think um what's that guy's name um he picks him it's like his buddy that he's coming to visit he picks seth rogan up from the airport oh jay jay uh yeah i'm trying to remember uh i'm gonna look it up because it's jay baruchel yeah 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 that's who it is he was from um Freaks and Geeks, right? No, Undeclared he was in, I think. Um, yeah, I, think. Is, I mean, he's done a lot of different stuff. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he voices the dude in How to Train Your Dragon. Stuff. He was in Tropic Thunder. Um, He was actually in a Million Dollar Baby, too. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah, he was good in that. Like, he had a... Yeah. He, he played, um... He was, like, a mentally challenged character. Mm-hmm. Um, was Did you it? ever watch Undeclared? No, no, I never watched Undeclared. It was pretty decent. It was had it? a lot of those guys in it, too. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't... What do they call it? The Brat Pack, I think, maybe? They call them? I think they call it the, the Frat Pack. Making fun of the Brat Pack, who was the the kids from the um, John Hughes movies, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Brat Pack. That Was that like a... That was like a Breakfast Club and St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah, like yeah. A, John, John Hughes movie. Rob Lowe and Demi Moore... Good old, right. good old classic Molly Ringwald, Emilio <laughs> Estevez, John Hughes movies, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and these is, is Emilio Estevez still right? alive? <laughs> I don't know. And I if he, know. and if he is, really how come he's not doing more Mighty Ducks movies? Am I right? Where's the reboot on that one? Are you? I'm the one who said it. <laughs> what? Why did you what? say? Am I right? <laughs> Well, you know, because I thought it too. Oh, you thought it, but I said it. You know, I have a bad habit of doing that. I've been called out on it before. <laughs> Someone says, "Man, it's really sunny out." Am I right? Am I right? Well, no. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm right. It. I'm right. <laughs> you didn't say it. It's not fair. You can't just claim it. Like <laughs> that's real messed up. And um, it is. It is not right. So. Uh, the the so the frat frat pack is that what you said it is? I think that's what they call them. I think you might be right. Um, I'm looking it up right now just to verify because I think you might be wrong. No, nope, nope, that's not it. That is that's the Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Owen Wilson, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Steve Carell, and Luke Wilson. Okay, what do you think about those guys? They're great. They're great. So Steve Carell is in that group. Oh wait a minute, hold on. 
Wait a minute. I think it might be the same group. It's it it is. So it says recently the term has also been coined with the actors that have collaborated with director Jed Apatow. Okay. And they call them the Apatow chapter. They call them what? The Apatow chapter of the frat pack. Oh, okay. It's like a different team. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I like those guys a lot. I like um, how Will Ferrell has become like this ominous character. Like he always is like the secret cameo and shows up yeah. to be a big deal. It's sometimes like it's that. funny and sometimes it's not. Yeah. Will Ferrell's yeah, hit was... and miss. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You know what I, I mean? Like it. Well let's I dial like it back a couple of years, buddy. I mean everybody knows everybody knows the, the Seth Rogan frat pack, right? So let's dial it back a little bit. Let's let's talk about kind of the nineties comedy movies. And specifically around that time Jim Carrey was like the comedy god. You know, when I was a little boy, I loved Jim Carrey. Uh, I used to he, make all the quotes. He's still funny. my favorite. You still love him. I still love him. I still, like, all. I, I used to own all of his movies on VHS, and then when they sure. converted to DVD, I owned them all on DVD, and then for a while I owned them all on Blu-ray, and now it's like, I can get them online anywhere. It doesn't matter. I don't have to own them. Um, yeah. But he was, I mean, Dumb and Dumber was, was probably one of my first big exposures to comedy, and, and still remains my favorite comedy movie of all time. Is it really? You it love is. It. I love Dumb and Dumber, but I hate the sequel. Yeah, it was stupid. It was really, it was real really stupid. bad. And that's a great example. If you look at them side to side, like the 1994 one can be raunchy, but the the sequel that came out in like 2015 or, or 14, whatever mm-hmm. year it was, is just nothing but filth throughout the yeah. entire movie. And it took so much away from what made the first movie so great. Because it's that the the Farrelly brothers are like I despise them now. <laughs> You're done. And with I that. used to think they were really, really good and really funny. But it's but they're the they're the perfect example of how can we do this over the top? Like how can we make the next one even more filthy than the last right. one? And some of their movies are super great. But um, you know, like something about Mary. That one's really good. Um, that's probably that '90s kind of kind of era too right yeah it is when they came out yeah yeah so what i noticed i guess is like the 70s and 80s kind of comedies and even the one like from the 80s to the early 90s those are a lot of my favorite movies right Mm -hmm. um and i feel like those movies are kind of like the comedy was a little more subtle um we talked about it when we talked about ghostbusters how you know back then it kind of it was kind of that reflection of that kind of comedy right it mm-hmm. was it was only funny because those guys are very funny um but uh so and then in the 90s it got very wacky right everything was very over the top the oh yeah and stuff like that right mm-hmm. and then now the mask liar liar dumb and dumber right so now it's just it's like gross now it's, it's like the gross out <laughs> factor yeah um and i keep coming back to that interview but gene wilder had mentioned that too he was he said something about like um like bodily functions weren't acceptable in old movies like they didn't they just didn't go there it was almost like there was more and i don't, don't want to sound like a dick but was there more class in movies older movies than there is now i don't know mm-hmm. i mean so what society accepts then and and now is different right so right. he comes from a time when that wasn't funny but society has changed and that humor has right. become more acceptable um 
So I don't. It's a I big part of of comedies these days. Even Paul Feig movies. It's it's definitely a big part of it. Oh, like Paul bodily. Feig loves bodily function jokes. Yeah, 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 and and body size jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm talking about Melissa McCarthy pretty specifically. Mm-hmm. It's she always seems to be playing up the fact that she's fat and stuff. Um, I, I she's funny in some of those ones where she riffs. She's always like super. Um, just nasty she says the worst shit <laughs> but uh, but anyway so in the 90s it seems like that was like the over the top period mm-hmm. that's when like the movies that were just crazy were were the best stuff at that time yeah yeah for um, sure jim carrey definitely comes to mind with a lot of stuff definitely like ace ventura seems like a a movie of that time you know? yeah ace, like ace ventura um the riddler like that was a crazy ass riddler um not the cable guy though the Cable Guy was a very dark comedy. The Cable Guy is probably my favorite of Jim Carrey. I really like The Cable Guy, and I, I think there are a lot of people that don't understand it. I think they see Jim Carrey and think, oh, this is going to be super over-the-top, wacky, and funny. He's going to make weird faces the whole right. time and do impressions, and it's just not. It's just a dark, dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's funny. And some great people are in it, too. Oh, yeah. He's in it. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like him a lot. Um, Andy Dick was in one of my favorite sitcoms, and it, aired, it was in the '90s, buddy. It was News Radio. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I've seen News Radio. News Radio is well, other than like I Love Lucy, which is like one of my all-time favorites that'll probably never be replaced. But um, News Radio is one of my favorite sitcoms for sure. Um, and I usually don't really like sitcoms. Like, I remember when I was younger, I liked Friends, I guess. But anymore now, I won't watch it. It's, like, kind of dumb to me. But um, every time I watch news radio, it's always a good time. So um, Some of those older shows, I can I can accept the sitcom-y aspect of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was never on board with Two and a Half Men. Um, yeah, neither was I. The sitcom aspect takes away for me from, uh, what, what's that other, The Big Bang Theory? Mm-hmm. Like I like the Big Bang Theory and I think it's funny, but the laugh track is what ruins it for me. I hate so the like, laugh track. Just shows like I mean that to me is what makes a, it a sitcom, right? Yeah, it's, it's the only thing that makes it a sitcom. The audience I think. thing and the track and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know Big Bang Theory; they actually do it in front of an audience still, and I don't know how many shows actually do that. Um, I don't know. So, but but still though, just it's that, that laugh, laugh track feel. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's it's def- it's not something I'm into a lot either. Mm. Um, those two shows that I mentioned are probably the only ones that I'll watch pretty religiously. Mm-hmm. But, and that's just because the the people in them are so funny. Yeah. But um, yeah, I can't. I don't for I can't really get behind them. There's so many sitcoms too, like the Fox and CBS and all that kind of stuff, and they're all the exact same shows. With like a different dad, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got, like sometimes they've got the overly supportive dad. Sometimes they got the rough, <laughs> right. like you know, I don't love anything kind of dad. Right. Yeah. Um, like what's his name? Uh, Tim Allen is in a new show right now. That I don't know why, but sometimes it it's on. <laughs> I think it might be like on Hallmark, and I watch like, Golden <laughs> Girls on there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it comes on later. But um, he's exactly the same as he is in Home Improvement. Yeah. It's just he's got a different family. Um, but it's kind of a little more mellow. Oh, buddy, I loved Home Improvement. 
Yeah, and that's that's definitely like a, a show of the '90s. That was like way over the top. Yeah, comedy. Yeah, but it was funny. It was good. Well, the, those are the classic sitcoms. Um, you know, back then there was. I mean, if I had to pick a couple that stand out, it'd be Seinfeld, um, The Fresh Prince, oh. Home Improvement, Prince, yeah. uh, Martin. I loved Martin. The Wayne's Brothers. Oh, I loved them. It was great, I, right? I loved In Living Color, so I watched like anything that and anything that the Waynes were were involved in was super of, yeah. great. And then uh, the Cosby Show. Cosby Show was good. Yeah, it's such a bummer that it's tainted now, just because. <laughs> right. Uh, well, okay, hold on. It and there's always I, I got to be careful because I use the words just because, and 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 we. I mean, obviously, I don't mean that it's a it's a minor thing. What Bill Cosby. <laughs> did right you know what i mean this is the sound of backpedaling right um, right right just in case you've never <laughs> heard that ridden backwards before. on your bike this is this, this is, is what one. this is what it sounds this like is how it goes yeah of the chain trying <laughs> so hard to fight against the current um no it just it just kind of sucks because I, I i have seen it like i've seen clips of it on youtube and i've seen it pop up and and it does get in my head i'm like ah oh, this guy did some real dirty shit it's a little it's a little hard to separate now. It's that whole like, you know, can you separate the the art from the artist? Right, you know, can right. you look at something that Ro- that Roland Polanski did and appreciate it knowing the kind of sick piece of shit he is? Right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, and now every time there's like this terrible connotation and like backtrack to everything he says, because you just think about it, so every time you see him put pudding in his mouth, you just can't think of it the same. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Every every time every time he tells Theo to respect women, you're like, ah, oh, oh no, oh, this, this it's a classic case of do as I say, not as I do. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a fucked up joke. That's a real fucked that up is, joke. That's a that perfect example of comedy that it's acceptable these days and wasn't back. <laughs> you know where way I would have went with that if I were you is. Not what I do to do do. No, 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 no. <laughs> would have been would have been better, buddy. Why are you trying to one up my joke? Why did you? Why, do that? why are you trying to one up my joke? The do do do. You've the done do, it now, do. buddy. You've done it what now do because I'm gonna pinpoint one joke that you do and just over overdo it. Just beat it. Yeah. <laughs> so get ready. It's on. But you do that to me all the time. What? What do I do? Oh, you mean that terrible time when you said. What you didn't say Deep Space Nine? <laughs> Buddy, you uh, should have said Deep Space Nine out of ten. Right, right. That's right, really right. dumb that you didn't. See, you do it all the time. What do you think about it? I did it one time. Do do do. Oh. That's um Bill Cosby. Do do No, I can't do it. It sounds like it sounds like I'm constipated. It sounds like yeah. you're putting something in someone's drink when you <laughs> Oh no! Whoa, that's fucked up. Doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know where Bill Cosby would have could do a do really well would be in the Jim Jones cult. <laughs> he would really get along with those people. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand the reference. Explain it. Because they didn't they drink Kool Aid? They killed kill themselves. Buddy, a lot of people drink Kool Aid. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> they're not the only people in the world that drink Kool-Aid. Is this the joke? Is this the joke? They're just whoever drinks Kool-Aid. Black people like Kool-Aid, and that's why. What are you trying to say here, buddy? Want to be in a group that drinks Kool-Aid? He'd only be. He'd exclusively joined a group that drinks purple drink. Right. Yeah. I'll take the purple drink. That's that wasn't Bill Cosby. That was a black voice. Just like anybody having a stroke. Right. That was. <laughs> this is what death sounds like. <laughs> Buddy, I can't do a Bill Cosby voice, alright? This know, we know it can't. now. We've embarrassed me publicly. I can't do it can't do a good Bill Cosby. So then why'd you have to try? <sighs> Cause you won up me, buddy. I felt challenged. Well, I don't think I did. Well, well, anyway. we'll see. <laughs> what were we talking about? Though we were talking, we were talking about, we were sitcoms. talking about sitcoms. Yeah, we were talking you about. Oh, Seinfeld! You mentioned Seinfeld. Yes, so I wanted to say it's. I hate Jerry Seinfeld. Right? I think he's ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, but I love the show. He's he's not the funniest person on the show. The other guys are pretty funny, but the the writing, Larry David's writing. Is what makes that show so great. Well, it's okay. Um, you can't say it's Larry David's writing. It's Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld's writing on the show. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. They but both Larry wrote David it. David kind of specifically is known for doing exactly what I was going to say for you, for having about. brought it to life. Yes. <laughs> well, what I'm talking about is I f- you're ins- you're insulting Jerry Seinfeld, which is unacceptable. I'm not insulting Jerry. You're Seinfeld, insulting Jerry right? Seinfeld. Like, on a personal level. And I'll tell you what, Jerry Seinfeld hates to be insulted. He hates it. I mean, you don't, you don't insult. Have you ever you seen the it. videos where he just pops off because somebody, like, doesn't recognize him, right? Or, like, says something about, uh, about, uh, what was it? What sh- who was he talking to? Uh, who's David Letterman? He was talking to David Letterman, and David Letterman makes a comment. Or, no! Who's the Who's the old guy? Who's the old guy with the suspenders? No, 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 with the suspenders. Oh. I don't know who you're talking about, buddy. Come on, man, he's old. <laughs> he's got the he's, he's got some suspenders, buddy. <laughs> you Come know, on, you know what I'm guy. talking about. He, did he die? Larry, 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 Larry King. Larry <laughs> King. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Larry yeah, King. yeah, good old Larry King. Old yeah, suspenders man. No, there was a great video of him, like, like just asking a question about, you know, just saying, like, okay, and you're, uh, you know, you're ending the show. It's not getting canceled. And Jerry Seinfeld's like, well, what do you mean? Of course it's not getting canceled. It's the highest rated show on TV. Of course it didn't get canceled. Do you do your Jeez. research before you do these interviews? Like, he totally Jesus. popped off on him. Yeah, he is an asshole. He is an asshole. So an asshole. he hates to be disrespected. I bet Jerry Seinfeld would hate it if you asked him for ID. Right. Into your shop. right, right. You never ask a celebrity for ID. Yeah, you don't do it. Or like a cop is writing him a ticket and he goes name and he goes excuse me. <laughs> how about how about the number one most talked about last name between the between the years of 1990 to 1996? Right. Whatever about, years he was on, only one of the most relevant sitcom stars <laughs> in your days, <laughs> officer. How about the name of the show that is quoted more than any other show in pop culture? Right, right. <laughs> I'm only the most uh, uh, ridiculed comedian of all time. Right. <laughs> That's all. I ride in cars with other celebrities and get coffee with them. 
Because that's what he does. Oh, he's got a show where he rides in the car and he gets coffee with him. You can't write me. Buddy, you get it? Come on! Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you think of that one? Yeah, that's a real ridiculous... Was that a pretty good uh, Jerry Seinfeld? Well, did we, we did a show, one of our shows that got fucked up because the audio was all messed up. <laughs> we did a lot of Jerry Seinfeld. And did it was, yeah, 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 we did. But a lot, I did a lot of Jerry Seinfeld, but because my audio was cut out, it was just you reacting to me doing Jerry Seinfeld stuff. <laughs> you don't double dip the chip. <laughs> what is it? You don't, you, you don't double dip the chip. <laughs> you can't do double dip. Yeah, but it wasn't even Jerry that said that. That was uh, George. George was all upset. You can't double dip the chip. Like you, when, you dip when, it once, you when, take when, a bite, you don't dip it again. <laughs> I like when one of them says, like, you don't double dip the chip, and then the other one will be like, you don't double dip the chip? You don't double dip the chip? <laughs> you repeat some. Yeah. Um, what do you mean he double dipped the chip? You don't do that! <laughs> you can't That's do cra- it. That's Kramer's reaction. Kramer's, what is he doing? What is he, crazy? <laughs> Come stumbling in. I'm <laughs> saying real racist stuff. <laughs> right, right. I bet it was a black guy. That's what he thinks. <laughs> right. Wow. Right. Oh, man. That guy really fell from fame. Yeah, yeah. He definitely did. I, I actually rewatched his video not too long ago <laughs> because I'd seen it years ago, right? But it ended up coming up in conversation with someone else about celebrities that, that kind of doomed themselves. And we talked about him. Right. And I went, you know, I haven't seen michael richards destroys career in a while maybe i should watch that video <laughs> and he's a real dick i mean it's yeah, really dick. fucked up the stuff he says like and it's not even for comedy right i mean it's not like it's not like he's trying to be real raunchy and racy to get a laugh out of people i mean the stuff he's saying is just racist slur like he just went off the he went off the rails yeah and he sure. was saying anything that came to his mind to hurt these people <laughs> that's yeah, it it's not okay yeah we dig deep you and i when we want to hurt someone we we get to their core we don't attack their race or their you know their their beliefs or anything we we attack their character their characters and their convictions yeah we we've been known to to verbally abuse people who upset us to the point that they're not our friends anymore and we usually make them cry well, we do at least on the inside. At the very least, on the inside. Well, they definitely unfriend us on Facebook. Well, one specifically unfriended you on Facebook. Yeah, for sure. One of my yeah, one of our mutual friends unfriended me, and yeah. I was very upset. Yes. And you know what upsets me even more is that you're still friends with them. Yeah, yeah, I'm still friends with them on Facebook. <laughs> you yeah. guys chatted up, talk. You guys have a podcast. Oh, together. regularly, yeah. What's your guys' podcast called? We talk about food. Yeah, what what days is it air? What days does it air? Yeah, what days does it come out? Oh, it does it? It's just up, you know, whenever we feel like it is when we do just one. Pump it up, yeah, like yeah. Tuesdays, it's not pre scheduled. Like nope. <laughs> it's just a free open schedule? Yeah, yeah, it's just whenever we feel like it. And it's just you and him. Yeah, we're just two foodies. <laughs> that's, that's what you Yeah, yeah, that's it. what it's called. <laughs> it sounds like a good show. Yeah, yeah, we talk a lot about recipes. Okay. Who's your sponsors? Uh, Martha Stewart. Best, She's real into it. Best Foods, you know the mayonnaise company. <laughs> the people who make prison sheets. It's like the sheets for, for prison beds. Yeah, yeah. Smuckers, they sponsor us. 
Smuckers is one of your your most prominent. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're always pushing us to sell that that goober stuff. That's the peanut butter and jelly in a jar, and I won't do it because I don't believe. I don't in that. fucks with that shit, buddy. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. There's, it's not a proper ratio. Yeah. There, you gotta have more peanut butter than jelly. Am I right? Uh, I think I think there's a there's a there's a balance. there's a conversation to be had about that. Oh, me personally, I jelly both breads. Peanut butter goes in the middle. What do you think? That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's <laughs> that that's nasty. nonsense. What you just said, <laughs> and, and impossible, impossible. You're breading each on its own particular bread and then i make my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches the same way one one leg at a time buddy same way everyone else does it just one day i put my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on one leg at a time (laughs) one day at a time well 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 well, i take it one day at a time that's right yeah just living living life living life that's how we do things buddy what were we talking about (laughs) you know double dip the chip seinfeld yeah (laughs) <laughs> Don't double dip the chip. Uh, you can't ask a celebrity for ID. Yeah. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. What do you mean uh, you don't know who I am? What was that last one? Oh, not nothing, buddy. More poor attempts at Jerry Seinfeld. You're really trying to workshop that character now. I'm working on it. Yeah, it's a character. It's Jerry Seinfeld-ish, except he doesn't sound just like Seinfeld. That's why it doesn't sound like Seinfeld. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, and I'll work on uh, bodybuilder Steve. <laughs> bodybuilder Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who was here yeah. earlier? You heard him. You met him. Um, so anyway, I was trying to say what I really like about the Seinfeld show is when little things will happen early on in the show. Um, somebody will say something or one little thing will kind of go down. And then by the end of the show, everything comes back around mm-hmm. and blows up in some way. And that's kind of how the uh, like Curb Your Enthusiasm is kind of set up the same way. Um and I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I definitely, I think I like it better. I would say, but uh, but it, I like it for the same reason though that mm-hmm. I like Seinfeld. So, no, I agree with you. That that happened a lot on uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, Arrested yeah, Development yeah. was great, and it's that well, mostly Arrested Development. It wasn't like something little that happened in the beginning of an episode would be called back later. It'd be like throughout the season, things would be yeah. referenced that happened earlier in the seasons or in prior seasons, or even like. Like um, future casting, mm-hmm. so I don't know how greatly you followed Arrested Development, um, but I watched the show religiously when it was yeah. when it was out. And uh, before Buster lost his hand when it was mm-hmm. when it was bitten off by the seal, like <laughs> like seasons before that happened, there were so many references to hand shaped objects in his life. Like he had a chair that was shaped like a hand, and a lamp that had like a hand on it, and then he had like a pet uh, stuffed seal for a while. Like it was all allusion to him right. losing his hand in the future to a seal, and that's really really clever writing. And you have that to is. have either a group of people who remember this stuff really well, or one brainchild. You know what I mean? Yeah. One like one Kevin Feige for Arrested Development. Yeah, and it's a good risk to just hope that people catch on to it too. Like, yeah, you, you mean obviously you caught on to it, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, you have to, and 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 a lot of it you watch later. You know what I mean? Like I didn't get it. You know, like I, I went back and rewatched the show, knowing later he loses his hand, and I was like, oh, he's right. good. It's funny. He's got a hand shaped chair. Oh, he's got a hand shaped. Oh, he's got a weird hand. Wait a minute. This is all. This is all planned. Right. 
But I need to go back and watch that. I loved it when I mean when it was on. Oh, it's uh, brilliant. Brilliant yeah, TV. I definitely. I need to go back and watch that again. Yeah. It'll be a good time. So I, I definitely yearn for the comedy of the 90s. That's um, your favorite time. I would say that's probably my favorite time. Yeah, the Jim Carrey kind of like Ben Stiller. Okay, a lot of goofy. lot of Ben Stiller comedies then too. Um, but yeah, there was there was a lot. I don't know. It felt like healthy, fun comedy. You know that was okay. Sure. Like Austin Powers was like the raunchiest it got, right? Yeah, that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I I think I was young and stupid, and I like them now. If I go back and watch those, um, it's gonna be so annoying. The first one I still like a lot, but the other I don't remember the last time I've seen it. But yeah, probably the other ones weren't as good. Buddy, let's take yeah. a, a real quick break here. So I got my own my own popping off to do. Gonna pop off the tab of this Mountain Dew Voltage. Oh dear! Yeah, What's Mountain Dew Voltage all about. Oh, buddy, let me just tell you, Mountain Dew Voltage is a, a, a carbonated beverage created by the Mountain Dew Company, which is owned by Pepsi. Um, great, great company. They care a lot about the community, um, and they they're like, hey, uh, Johnny, if we sure. give you a bunch of Mountain Dew Voltage, will you talk about it? And I said, no, certainly not. I won't waste my time doing that. I'm not going to endorse your product. And I have to run it by, you know, my best friend. You said. Mm, yeah, yeah. You said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I Go said ahead. that, buddy. I should actually, um, I should clarify. Ma- I have not spoken with Mountain Dew at all. This is <laughs> they haven't done anything. Yeah, this is me freely promoting a Mountain Dew product in the hopes that they hear it and say, "Oh, we should really pay that guy to talk about Mountain Dew Voltage." Yeah, they could send us all the voltage we want. Yeah, yeah. So this episode, everyone, sponsored by www.audibletrial.com/slash/atomicgeekdom. <laughs> The best you can do. And Mountain Dew Voltage. Right. right. And Mountain Great Dew Value Dew Mixed Dew Nuts. Yeah. Buddy, we could sell anything to anybody. We're, we're pretty much the best commercial men in, in the biz. We're just born to be agree? salesmen. Yeah, we are born to be salesmen. Yeah. There's certain people, like Dave from Atomic Geekdom Podcast. Oh, the naysayers. Yeah. That yeah, the real crazy. negative Normans of the world is what you're saying. Yeah. He thinks we couldn't sell anything to anybody. He thinks that we couldn't sell. Debbie reads a lot. A free trial on AudibleTrial.com. He thinks that? he thinks that we couldn't get Freddie loves free trials Freeman <laughs> to try a free trial of Audible from www.audible. <laughs> what David said is that if Freddie free loves free trial Freeman came to us. Looking for a free trial, we couldn't even sell him. <laughs> we on. couldn't even get him to commit to the free trial, the free <laughs> thirty day trial of Audible. Be entitled to <laughs> that's <rightfully>. right. <laughs> going to Atomic, right, by right. Going to audibletrial.com slash atomic slash atomic kingdom. Yeah, yeah, you got it, buddy. That's all you got to do. Right. So easy, so <laughs> easy. Even Freddie loves free trials. Freeman could do it. But he won't. So, yeah, but he won't. Free tri- trials is his middle name. All <laughs> just was one word. Yeah, yeah. It's his. It's his nickname because he loves free trials. Yeah, oh, every it's everyone call. Yeah, everyone. It's everyone. Like everyone shortens his name by calling That's, him Freddie. Loves free, free it's trials. Like the Freeman. Rock. <laughs> right. The Rock Johnson. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get it. <laughs> 
Um, so whereas you yearn for those days, obviously, buddy, I've, I've always been more into the little bit older stuff, but some of the stuff I love was during that time too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about it a lot before, but Mel Brooks is one of my favorite people in the world. Like I love his movies. Um, that was definitely what, what shaped me into comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. Between him and, and Lucille Ball, I would say are like top of the line for me. Um, and it's kind of funny, one, one kind of grouper, like, kind of social, or not social, but, like, uh, a convention of comedy now is, like, the uh, the spoof movies. Um, oh, my God. we talked about the Waynes Brothers. We talked about, you know, like, scary movie, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, the, the spoof movies, which turned into, once they left and stopped being part it of it It just all, became terrible nonsense. And it was everywhere, right? Not another teen movie. Yeah, not another date movie, epic date movie, movie, superhero epic. movie. So many of these movies. Yeah, it's all about meet the Spartans. Of, oh my god, that was one of the worst. That was right? they were all the worst, buddy. I mean, scary movie even wasn't amazing, but but it's it was pretty funny. it was funny and clever. Like it was the right. it was really like. I mean, there have been spoof movies before, but this was a spoof of multiple movies, but still had a coherent plot throughout throughout right. the film, right? And, and it wasn't exceptionally good, but it was really entertaining. It was really funny. And then the second one, I, I feel even more so. The second one makes me laugh more than the first one does. Um, <clears throat> but after that, it's just... it. All it became is every single movie that the writers could think of. They're like, let's just throw it in. And yeah. reference it. And the plot is just going to echo a plot from a bunch of other movies we've seen. <laughs> right. And now they left after like it was it two was it three or four that they were not even like producers anymore on those movies. I don't I don't know, buddy. You you could tell. They were just shitty. They movies. were done. They had, they had done already done classic spoof movies because they did like um what is it, uh don't be a menace to South Central. South Central while drinking um, your juice in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is time honored. It's a classic. <laughs> um, anyway, to tie it all in, buddy, the the kind of originator of those types of movies is, is actually I would say like Mel Brooks because he started with those like genre spoofs mm-hmm. um, a while back. You know, he did the like Spaceballs is obviously everybody's kind of go to, which is kind of specifically Star Wars, but. Pretty much all sci-fi. Any sci-fi um, at the time, really, that yeah, had come out that was Yeah, Anxiety, big. which is one of my favorites, was all the hit, like Hitchcock and horror movies, like old horror movies. Um, so he kind of uh, even started that as like a trend. Um, and back then, like I mean, his movies are so. Great. So he was spoofing themes, not necessarily movies that had come before. He was spoofing right. themes of which movies. Is, yeah, which is kind of like what those movies like. It's like the horror genre, the slasher genre. Well, yeah, like, I mean, sca- doing genres. Yeah. yeah, scary movies specifically spoofed individual movies, and and yeah. and and themes overall, I guess. But but you're right, Mel Brooks definitely like took a theme and was like how like Airplane. Um, yeah, it is a spoof of that you know of the spy genre, not of just James Bond with other stuff thrown in. It's just. It's just let's let's just make fun of the spy genre, mm-hmm. which is kind of what the, the 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 what's his name the was the guy we like or we don't like anymore. Uh, Paul, Paul Feig, Feig. Right? Paul Feig, That's he did it with Spy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, he, he does the genre. He spoofs genres, and they're really great too. Like he can be great. He can. Be. Oh, he can be. He. I think he is. I just don't respect the man anymore. 
Yeah, I, I just I can't great. I can't get on board with him. But the movies that he has made, I've really liked, except for Ghostbusters. Aside from Ghostbusters, pretty much everything else he's made, I've really enjoyed. Um, Spy, especially, is probably my mm. favorite one that Spy's he's done. Good. Spy is hilarious, and and again, he just lets Melissa McCarthy do her thing, and she's yeah, that's, much that's funnier. That's the thing I was talking about, where she when she riffs, she gets real. She her voice changes even. And it gets, like, just how it does in the movie when it shifts to her, like, playing the bodyguard kind mm-hmm. of role. Yeah. Um, she does that Melissa McCarthy thing where she's real shitty. Yeah. And yeah, her, she's, like, like overly confident right. in her, in, in her mean, tone. Super mean. Yeah, it was great. When she's, when she's destroying that dude, the Polish dude or Russian dude, whatever he is, when she's just ripping on him hardcore, um, that, was, that was super great. It was yeah, super, super good. good. He said something about, oh, God, I wish I could remember. But she referenced doing something to him and then calling his mother and telling her that it was him, that it was oh, his yeah. fault. <laughs> something like that. Like, that's very classic Melissa McCarthy yeah. um, to, to, to take things to that personal, humorous level. Um, right. And Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks picked the right people in his movies and that that is one thing he's he was really good at um it was finding the right actors to fit the tones or the themes or even reusing them for you know for other like gene wilders he's a comedic chameleon he can kind of do anything yeah he could be really really sweet and gentle and Mm -hmm. really freaky i mean even like willy wonka some of the scenes in that are fucking he's a he's a weirdo like the tunnel scene specifically when he starts singing, like he's weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like you're like, holy shit, this guy's out of his mind. Yeah, um, but it all like you know makes sense later. But anyway, it's uh, but um, yeah, and he he's he's always a little bit different though. And um, like producers was another one that's like one of the first ones I seen. I saw. Jim oh Robert, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Mel Brooks' first movie. Um, I love the producers. I, I don't love the musical one, but I love that there's a musical of that movie. Oh, I love the musical producers. And I mean, I, I like it a lot. I, I don't like it as much as the original movie, but uh-huh. I, I love the musical in general. Um, I wish I could see it. I, I would love to see that. But um, but th- I mean, those guys are pretty good. How do you do? You like Matthew Broderick though? He kind of gets on my nerves. He's a great singer. I do really like Matthew Broderick. Um, I yeah. I think certain movies kind of hurt his career severely, like Godzilla. Yeah. That really hurt him. Like yeah, for sure, hurt him bad. Hurt him real bad. <laughs> but he's great. Did you see? Um, oh God, he was on uh, a couple episodes of Thirty Rock, and he was super super funny. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He played an executive or, or something at another company that Jack went to go start working at, um, and and he his character was just beaten and destroyed. Oh no. <clears throat> yeah, I like him. I mean, he's he's decent. Sometimes he gets on my nerves though. He was great. Um, he was great in um, Cable Guy. In Cable Guy. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. To tie it all in, am I right? Uh, t- t- sorry <laughs> i said am i right to tie it all in no no i'm not right no all wrong no. well it's not right. yeah all wrong buddy yeah um but then they wrote your know, gene wilder wrote young frankenstein um which uh which is which is one of the best right gene wilder is awesome in yeah his writing and in his acting 
Yeah, he's um, fantastic. He he's he can. I mean, like I said, he's a comedic chameleon. He could do anything. Yeah, you got to. Uh, I, I convinced you to watch a couple of ex- movies about Brooks. You watched Blazing Saddles because it was one of my favorites. Yes, so you went ahead and watched it for me. Yeah, you were best. Friends. It was the one I recognized the most too. You know, it's yeah. it's probably his. I mean, I guess maybe I'm wrong to say it's his most well known film. Um, but and when I say but... that, what, well, yeah. even that, I feel like uh, Blazing Saddles reached more of an audience. You know, whereas yeah. Spaceballs was for Star Wars people, really, yeah. right? I could see that. Yeah. Um, so people who weren't interested in Star Wars didn't have an interest in Spaceballs, right? Uh, but that, but ever, I'm only basing it on that, right? Did you ever see um, Dracula Dead and Loving It? No, with uh, Leslie Nielsen. No, mm. I, I like Leslie Nielsen a lot too. And they, oh, I love Leslie the Nielsen. Wrongfully accused movies, which were kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, right? it was a spoof of um, the Harrison Ford Tommy Lee Jones one. What was that called? The Fugitive. The Fugitive. Yeah. yeah. The Fugitive. But they did. They ended up spoofing some other movies. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of other ones. The theme of it. Yeah, um, but the premise was the the fugitive. Right. Yeah, Dracula Dead and Loving It is one of like the later Mel Brooks ones. It's it's not one of the strongest, but it it is funny. I remember watching it as a kid, and I loved it because it was like half scary because I was little. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but uh, just seeing him and like that's that was kind of like you know Mel Brooks wasn't afraid at times to just be stupid. You know, like, he's got just stupid movies. Mm-hmm. Like, Robin Hood Men in Tights is probably my least favorite. And it seems like a lot of people love that A movie. lot of people love that one, yeah. And it's just stupid, right? <laughs> so, um, Wow! I mean, yeah, he, he could definitely go back and forth. There's moments where it's, he's pure genius. Like, the literal... When I said Judd Apatow's genius, that's just that's just wrong. Mm-hmm. But Mel Brooks is is for sure a genius. Well, I'm assuming, and I could be wrong, but I'm I'm assuming that if you're such a big Leslie Nielsen fan, you love his career making role in 1997's Mr. Magoo. I did not care for Mr. Magoo. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I didn't see it. <laughs> Hmm. Do you get it? No. Did you get it? No, I can't really. No. I didn't. I didn't see it. Well, I didn't. There was. I didn't present anything to you visually. Mr. Magoo, he's blind. Yeah, Mr. Magoo, it? he's an old man. I get it. Buddy, did you hear about the blind guy who goes to the eye doctor? No. And the eye doctor says, "What does the top line say?" And the blind guy says, "What top line?" And he says, "Of that poster over there." He says, "What poster over where?" <laughs> Do you get it? No. <laughs> you want to laugh at that one. I don't care for it. <laughs> you do. You want to laugh. I don't laugh. care There's for a it. chuckle right on the, no, I don't right like on the it. tip of your tongue, buddy. Buddy, did you ever hear about uh, the moth that walked into a podiatrist's office? I don't think that I have. Oh, maybe so, have, buddy, so the, this we'll moth this moth goes into a podiatrist's office, and the podiatrist says, oh, you know, what What can I do for you, sir? And the moth says, oh, doc, I... I, I, I don't even know where to begin. My life is a wreck. I, I hate myself. I wake up in the morning and, and I'm just disgusted. I just want to roll over and go back to sleep, but I can't. I got to go to work. Cause if, if I don't work and I don't make money, my whole family's going to fall apart. Sure. You know, my, my son, he and I don't connect anymore. We used to hang out and play games together and we just don't do it. We don't connect on any sort of, you know, emotional level or even, you know, that, that bond as father and son is gone completely and I feel like I'm losing him and my daughter is... 
I'm pretty sure she's getting into drugs and spending way too much time with her friends. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 the kind of as those are the kind of fears I have as a parent. And I'm not mm-hmm. certain, but I, I definitely feel that my wife is is so disinterested in our relationship. She doesn't even want to have sex with me anymore. In fact, I'm pretty sure that she's you know out at nights working, quote unquote, but having sex with other moths. Or maybe a mosquito. Even. Or maybe a mosquito. You know, def- definitely some. <laughs> some trans relations going on here and right, sure. and uh, I, I hate myself I, I i just i want it all to end and i get a gun out and i put it in my mouth but i don't have the strength or the courage to pull the trigger because i'm such a coward and i don't even know what i'm gonna do and i just really need some help and the podiatrist says oh that's oh man that's that's awful i'm real sorry to hear that yeah, I, I wish there was something i could do for you but i mean i'm i'm a podiatrist i work with feet i'm not it sounds like Right. sounds like we you know because i don't i don't do therapy i don't do you know it sounds like you need to talk to a counselor so why would you come into my office and the moth says oh because your light was on right. i didn't like that but you love that joke no I yeah no you love it yeah, you love that joke that. you love that joke i didn't care for that, that wasn't even the real one-up attempt buddy that wasn't yeah, the number one. Yeah, that was a little tease for what's in store for you the next time you make a joke and I make it better. <laughs> well, I didn't care for that at all, buddy. Well, I know. It's really embarrassing for you. You're saying it's because he's a moth. He's attracted to the light. Right, yeah, yeah, because the light was on outside the door. <laughs> That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> buddy, it's okay. it's okay that we go off and tell these jokes because this is the comedy episode, right? This is all about Yeah, it's comedy. all tying into the theme. We we're comedy. really we're really doing it. We're really stringing this along haphazardly. We love it. Pal. We love it. Well, we love um, it for sure. I mean, honestly, like you know, it's 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 fun to talk about. Com- I love comedy, right? I mean, even the old comedies, that was what I was into when I was a kid. And then getting older, like going to the movies and seeing like funny and seeing everybody kind of laugh together, mm-hmm. like that's it's kind of a cool thing, right? Like Oh get yeah, the same thing. But yeah, I love going to the theater and getting all excited and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, do you hear about the guy who used to bring his dog to the theater? He used to get real excited. No, 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 I haven't. Well, it seems that. There <laughs> oh, it seems. Oh, it seems. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you do these jokes? You gotta. Do you ever hear about the the one with the guy at the burlesque act? No. Well, it seems. There was well, yeah. Well, it seems there was this guy. Act. Yeah. He was at this. Well, burlesque. anyway, buddy, it seems that there was this guy. <laughs> oh, it seems okay to the to the movie theater, um, and his dog used to come in and he would laugh and he would cry at the movies. And at the end, he'd stand and he'd applaud and he'd have a great time. The manager used to watch him and he'd see them coming and going, seeing him watching movies and having a great time. And he's eating popcorn and throwing it in the sky because he's having such a great time. So one day he comes in, the manager's watching him. Comes in and watches this movie. The dog, he's going crazy for it. He's laughing at all the jokes. He's throwing popcorn everywhere. He's crying at the sad parts. But he gets up at the end, gives it a standing ovation. No problem. Oh, right? Paws yeah. together. Paws are going. Yeah, back yeah. Two, two paws up. I, I'm, I'm he assuming got, he gave it two paws up. This dog rated so this thing two leaving. paws up. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. Well, it seems up. he gave it two paws up. <laughs> it seems that he did. So the manager comes up to him, comes up to the guy, he says, sir, I gotta ask you, I've been watching you, does your, I see your dog in there, he's going crazy, does he really enjoy the movie he's watching? Uh, the guy looks at him and he says, you know, it is the strangest thing, I, I couldn't understand it myself, he hated the book. 
Buddy, you get it? Buddy, you love that joke. <laughs> dog read the book. That's pretty. That's pretty good, buddy. That's dog pretty read good. The book, buddy. Uh, oh, oh, the dog. Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy, you really got me on that one. Oh man, that's a real knee slapper. The, the, the dog. Yeah, that's a book. good one. That actually reminds me. Did I ever tell you about the time my girlfriend taught me how to sixty nine? You can't tell that joke. Buddy, You're not allowed. so it nope, seems nope, my nope. girlfriend <laughs> nope, asked nope, if I wanted nope. to learn how to 69. And I said, well, yeah, sure. I've never tried it before. I'll, I'll no, give it a shot. We can't do and this. So, this and so, okay she, and so she tells me what to do. So I, co- so I go down on her, buddy, you know, and she's, you know, down on me doing her thing. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm Are, you Are you following? Are you following? So I'm, I'm going to tell her, but while I'm down there, buddy, while I'm down there doing my business, she, she pop, pops out a little queef, buddy. A little queef. A little queef. A little queef popped out. You know what I mean? And I was very surprised by it. It scared me a little bit, right? And But, you know, I was able to get back, get back into it, so and I finished. Upset. And afterwards, she said, so what did you think? And I said, no, I mean, it was fine. I definitely wouldn't want to do it 68 <laughs> more times. <laughs> ah, I got you. Buddy, there's the one up. The, in case, in case you, you were wondering, buddy, that's the one up. <laughs> I like how you like to tell jokes and just ruin them, buddy. <laughs> Did you hear about the lady? Now you can, now you can said, never Make mine without any fat. And the waiter said, "Okay, which way? Do you, <laughs> do you get it? No, wait, no." She said, I want "Oh no, buddy! Uh oh!" <laughs> She said, I want two pork oh, chops no. to make them lean. Oh. And the said, which way? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You really did it. Buddy, you really buddy did. this all has a point. Um, so, buddy, this, these... piece is, this piece of string, it seems this piece of string walks into a bar, and he says, bartender, I'll have a rum and coke. And the bartender says, oh, I don't think so. We don't serve pieces of string. You better get out of here, or I'm going to pull out my gun and force you to leave. So the piece of string walks out, and he's you know he's all he's all discouraged, and then he gets an idea. So he messes up his hair, and he crosses his arms, and he walks back in, and he says, "Bartender, I'll have a rum and coke." And the bartender says, "Hey, aren't you that same piece of string from earlier?" And the piece of string says, "No, sir, I'm afraid not." Oh, you get it? Yeah, it's like a change of words. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a play on words, <laughs> buddy. Did I ever tell you about the time my girlfriend taught me how to? Nine? No. 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 Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Joke. Definitely. By the end of the joke, I said I wouldn't be interested in doing it sixty-eight more times. You know what I mean, buddy? You get what I'm saying? Just Listen, you ever one up me again, and I will destroy more of your jokes. That's okay. My joke. I know that's your favorite joke. Yep. You ruined. It. Oh, I know. Yeah, you can never tell it on this show. I know. Now I can never do it. That's right. And do you know every time I want to tell that joke, something fucking happens, and you can't tell it. I can't tell it. Yeah. And then I even told the joke on an episode of of uh, Two Broke Geeks, and that recording got destroyed. Yes. We yeah. Had to yeah. Re-record. Yeah. Never heard. Never heard again. Joke. That's right. And now yeah. you just butchered. Because it. you would have been like regurgitating material, and we don't approve of that on Just Two Pals. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Here on Just Two Pals, we. Um, yeah, buddy. So, buddy, those those kind of jokes, those stupid, very foolish jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know that the, the fire at the shoe store and 200 souls died mm-hmm. right two, <laughs> two, 200 souls perished right mm-hmm. that's, that's that's the gag those kind of dumb jokes are very like what 1920s oh <laughs> yeah humor, yeah say. um i love the idea that they do it on i love lucy a lot um because even by then you know these are outdated jokes like vaudeville jokes and stuff mm-hmm. um i like the uh the the gag that somebody thinks those are funny <laughs> like the, the way we tell oh yeah jokes. And we pretend that we think they're the best jokes. That, to me, is, is a great gag in TV and stuff. I love that. The, there are two types of jokes that I think are the funniest. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is a pun. A really clever pun or a really disgustingly, like, overly on-the-nose pun. We love puns. I love puns, buddy. We I love, love puns. to go back and forth, like, on Facebook posts and just throw out stupid puns for like an hour oh it's ridiculous they go back and forth yeah or i love when there's a theme of puns going on and i like to hop in and completely ruin that theme (laughs) just change (laughs) just just make it like an animal pun or like or like a a food themed pun like my go-to ones are obviously oh my god these jokes are unbearable you always do that. Yeah, yeah, that one or another another one of my favorites is, um, well, you guys sure look like you're having a grape time. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, but that's the purpose, right? So that, that humor that's intentionally stupid, like when it's supposed to be, is some yeah. of the best humor. And, and puns are right up there because yeah. they can be so overly bad. Yeah. Um, and that's, then, I haven't... no, go oh, ahead, go buddy. Ahead. I was gonna say I think that's why I love old old comedy so much. Like the I like I love bits, right? Like we Oh we both of, love of bits. bits. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bits are good. Each other. Um and bits are kind of an old an old timey kind of thing. And I keep coming back to I Love Lucy because they do it so well. Oh yeah. They, that show is always about kind of showcasing a lot of different comedians and different comedy styles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so like some of those like famous bits like the slowly I turn bit where um every time she says the name Martha the uh the the burlesque Oh guy, yeah yeah he, he does slowly I turn and yeah. he comes and he hits her throws with her with a pot throws a pie in her face <laughs> or sprays her with the <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, with the, the water that that's one of yeah. my favorite moments from I Love Lucy. But that that bit is um like the like Abbott and Costello did that bit It's like the show. it's like the who's on first stuff it's yeah, great. Yeah, definitely. It's those little who's, bits are awesome. And who's on first? I love. Oh my god. Who doesn't love who's on bit. first? Yeah, that definitely. Who's on first bit. is a classic, and if you don't love it, you're a hipster. You know you're what I mean? Imbecile. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's I'll what a hipster buddy, is. A friend of mine, when I was in, we were oh, maybe we were just after high school, or maybe it was senior year. Um, we went to the mall, and she bought me this poster of Who's on First, and it was just a picture of them in their baseball outfits from from the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's from Naughty Nineties, the movie, and um, and below it is the whole the whole act like typed out, you know, like oh, that's brilliant. Um, and I actually, and it's funny, like I I left it on my door, and it got ruined over the years, but I still have it because I I just love those guys. They're, that bit is so funny, and like now I have the poster like folded up and put away because mm-hmm. it got destroyed. But I can't bring myself to throw it away because that act is just so great. I love having something from it. Yeah, and then um, so then the other type of joke that I like uh, is are the uh, shaggy dog jokes, 
which is what yeah, that like which just... is what that moth joke is which is a <laughs> sure. a really long like overly played out overly like um you know expanded on um, when we do it we throw in every really in depth yeah to the point to make it super long yeah right? I, and i toned it down for the show because i didn't want to lose too many people but We've when you and i do it to for like a half an hour yeah <laughs> yes yeah because right. we go into great detail and then we start riffing off each other about you know like well you know what what was so bad what was so bad about that day well work was real bad like the boss <laughs> right, the boss right. wanted those reports immediately but you had two other meetings that you had to get into and before you could do any of that like martha at the front desk said that she needed some assistance because microsoft word wasn't opening martha martha, martha. martha. <laughs> slowly i turn oh, right buddy right buddy yeah yeah so yeah right. the, the shaggy dog jokes and the best part about it is that the payoff is either a really really stupid pun <laughs> Or just the most disappointing end to, to a story you've ever heard, right? And right, that's right. and that's the humor, right? Like that's the that's the best part about yeah. it is that like people start expecting that it's going to be something good. Like I've been here for five minutes. There better be some kind of payoff, and <laughs> right. there's just not. I hear people saying that, like, people <laughs> saying we listened to that joke for twenty minutes and this is what we. Yeah, did. that's really disappointing, um, and then kind of like and the, then we laugh because through. that's the whole point. Right, you're laughing at them now. Mm-hmm. You get to laugh at them. Um, and it's kind of, kind of like the aristocrats. The joke, aristocrats right? is a, definitely a shaggy dog joke for sure. It's just a long, drawn-out thing with one one punchline. Yes. Did you ever see the the film about the aristocrats joke? Yeah, I did. All those different comedians. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, those are. Great. And all their different versions, and then South Park had its great version. South Park had a really good version of the aristocrats. Oh, I might have to look that. Yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's really funny. Bob Saget was one of my favorites on there. Oh, Bob Saget's amazing. What a dirty man. What a, He's a dirty man. Dirty, dirty man. Yeah. Um, so any, buddy, alright, one of the things that disappoints me is that there aren't ever really any comedies that hit the theaters that I'm super excited for anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there's not any, I mean, I get kind of excited to see, you know, like the, like we were talking about before, the Seth Rogen movies and Mm -hmm. stuff, but usually it's just like. I think like oh I'll see that eventually you know <laughs> like I still haven't seen um, was it the night before the like Christmas movie with him and JGL um, and uh, Anthony Mackie yeah and Anthony Mackie and I really want to see that movie but it's just like I haven't made it a priority I didn't get excited enough about it right? yeah yeah um, so yeah I, I agree with you there like comedy hasn't been really a big part of my life like how old comedy is yeah. Um, and that's why I always find myself going back to that stuff. So I've got two movies I want to ask you about um, right. because I was going through kind of a list of different comedy movies and they stuck out to me um, as movies that I loved at the time and I realize how stupidly terrible they are now. <laughs> sure. Um, one of them is Freddy Got Fingered. You remember that with Tom oh, Green? Yeah. That movie's oh, terrible. Basically anything with Tom Green is summed up with that movie. Too. Right, right. So it's yeah. terrible. But I remember watching it at the time and thinking, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I thought he was great. I thought he was funny in Road Trip and all that stuff. And Oh, and wow. he was in those cameos. But yeah. the whole movie of him doing his Tom Green stunts oh, isn't God. funny. It was, it was a lot. There are some funny things about it. 
Yeah, I, but, I watched that movie like maybe three or four months ago because it was on like HBO or whatever. Oh yeah. Um. So I like I stopped and watched it because I think it was just starting when I passed by it, and like I got like maybe three quarters of the way through, and I was just like, I don't care anymore. Mm. <laughs> I remember all this. It's stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, it's. I yeah. For some reason, I loved it then too. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird how that kind of changes. Like, because those those movies, like Freddy Got Fingered, right, and and the scary movie, not not the scary movies, but from like three on, right, those movies aren't for adults with like you know curated se- senses of humor, right? Sure. They're for children. Those movies right. are for children. Uh, and we were when they started coming out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the other movie I was going to ask you about was every Adam Sandler comedy since Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, well, I've, so obviously when I was younger, I was really into SNL. And again, I was into like the original SNLs. But I liked the 90s crew, like when Adam Sandler was on it. Um, Adam Sandler, David Spade, Chris Farley, Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good crew. Yeah, I loved those guys. Um, and uh, so, I mean, I, I I liked him from there. So I would watch all his movies when they started coming out. And I loved them when I was younger. I thought he was just the funniest guy ever. Oh, yeah. But um, but he, he, even before, like, I would say now, I don't know. But even, like, a while back, I start, he just got old to me. It got very tiresome to always see him be mad at somebody. Yeah. Yelling. Yeah. Um, or doing now, that weird baby voice that he does. Oh, I hate the baby voice. Yeah. yeah I can't stand that. But there are some movies, like, so do you remember Bulletproof with Damon Wayne? Oh, yeah. I love one, Bulletproof. That's one of my favorite one of his yeah. movies. And then the other one that wasn't really a comedy, but, and everyone probably said that, the one with Don Cheadle. Um where he's like the uh, 9-11 widower. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rain Over Me. Rain Over Me. That, yeah. that movie was excellent. So he's he a great, great actor. Man. Like, he's been in he some... Be. He's been in yeah. some, uh, you know, like, like non-comedy films. Right. Uh, like, Punch Drunk Love was kind of like a weird comedy weird. drama. I liked that. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was, and he was great in it. And he was great in Rain Over Me. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, like, his comedy... When he does a comedy... It's just not funny anymore. Like, yeah. remember he did that one with Andy Samberg, who I love. I love Andy Samberg. Yeah. Um, but it was where he played his dad. Oh, yeah. I, I saw very little of that movie. It looked very dumb from what I saw. It was terrible. It was a really, yeah. really terrible movie. And then he's done two movies on Netflix that were that were both really bad. And I watched them both. And I don't know why I do. It's a, oh, was one like that kind of Western thing? Yeah, yeah. I actually wanted to see that. Was it no good? It was terrible. Yeah. It was a really bad movie, buddy. What about Pixels? Pixels was really bad. Yeah. How much better would Pixels have been if it was the Seth Rogen crew? Oh, so yeah, yeah. If <laughs> if they so had written better. it, if it was that premise, but they had written it and with them in yeah. it, oh yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, the whole movie because I mean, the, in that kind of movie, the story doesn't really matter. No, like, we're looking to see the big video games and then those guys be them if you like them Mm -hmm. i don't don't like them um but yeah if that was like that that crew uh that movie would have been so much better Mm -hmm. yeah so so um yeah i don't know i got i got sick of them but i liked them when i was younger too so how do you feel about like uh black comedies 
like uh, all black comedies? <laughs> no, no, like like drama, like drama, like dramedies, drama comedies. No, not like a full no. black casted comedy. Yeah, yeah, like Chris Rock's death at a funeral. Yeah, how do you feel about that? How about every Tyler Perry movie ever made? Which, Buddy, I dude, really thought that's what you meant. Fuck Tyler Perry. And I was like. Buddy, I don't know if that's an appropriate <laughs> no. thing to talk about. I don't no, know black comedies. No, it's it, they're like dark comedies, but the like, like dark comedies. Yeah, but they're black comedies. That's what they've been known as for a long time because but, because they're like dramatic comedies. They're dark comedies. Yeah, they're like about gangs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely about like growing up in the hood. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, okay, right, right. so can we say concretely, just two pals says to Tyler Perry, "Fuck you, stop making stuff." Right? We hate Tyler. Perry. We hate Tyler Perry. Yeah, Tyler Perry is the Perry. worst. He is the Collectively. worst. Unless he's playing Baxter Stockman on TMNT too, then that's fine. You'd be into that. He was no. He he did play Baxter Stockman in the no, I'm Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sequel. That, I am. Yeah, I I really liked him as Baxter Stockman. Okay. Yeah, he was great. Well, he was great. I actually, when I first saw the trailer for the movie, um, I thought I was like, is that Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> What is he doing in here? Um, no, he was great as Baxter Stockman. And he was great in, what was that other movie where he was a lawyer? Uh, Gone Girl. The Ben Affleck one. The one, I mean. Ben... Oh, was that him? Yeah, yeah. Was he in that? Yeah. Yeah, he played that the. That movie was awesome. He played the lawyer. Um, ben Affleck's lawyer. Huh. Yeah. I loved Gone Girl. I love Ben Affleck in anything, though. So. Well, yeah. Who doesn't love Ben Affleck? Boy, do I love Ben Affleck. Boy, do you have an unhealthy obsession with Ben Affleck. Not as unhealthy as I do with Jude Law, though. Jude Law's my man. We really should... Can Buddy, I one of my steer clear of this? I, okay, I go Heart ahead. Huckabees. Do you love I, I Heart do Huckabees? I do love I Heart Huckabees, yeah. Yeah, I like you really I Heart do. Yeah. Oh, How do you God, feel about those movie. Borat movies? Like, any, like all those ones that were... Um, what's his name? Who's the name of the guy? What's the name of the guy Ali that was in G, those movies? Right? Yeah, yeah. That's his... That's his fake that's his, his sasha baron cohen sasha baron cohen there you go yeah um i'm not a big fan i don't like him that much no um there's some funny stuff i guess it, it's the, the, that that move those movies seem like it's it's not clever enough to me no it's, it's just wacky mm. and some for some reason that one doesn't get get me see some of them i i am really like uh enamored by like the character i can really get into it um sure. But I, I think the problem with those types of movies, the Ali G, and then he did the one about the gay guy, um, mm. is that I don't like I don't like comedy that I I don't like it when a joke hurts people. You know what I mean? And and sometimes all I can think about is that is that I mean these are real situations that he gets and he's just playing a character with it and he'll like embarrass people and make people feel uncomfortable um, and just say stuff to set people off and I don't really think that's funny unless it's known that it's a joke you know what I mean like you and I make fun of each other right and we joke about stuff that we that the other person doesn't like but that's because we know each other really well and we know that the other person's joking about it right Right. So this guy goes into these into these serious situations. Like the women's the women's group. I remember that one in particular when he just does nothing but but you know cock off about uh wh- how women should not be treated as equals and how you know it's ridiculous that a woman is a senator and that women shouldn't drive like stuff like that. 
we get it as the audience because it's right, be- but those people are getting upset yeah and and they're legit getting upset for very real reasons and i am right. never on board for so you're not into like the prank comedy i hate i actually truly honestly hate pranks I think yeah. pranks are terrible, and and one well, of the what reasons. What about pranks between buds, though? Fine. It depends on what it is. It depends. Like, so I mean, I'll I'll say this: I have like borderline arachnophobia now. Sure. Um, but but I've had it in the past where it was like real bad, and I've had to over the years, um, kind of work really hard to not freak out like I normally do, right? Like, I'll still freak out. I've heard you freak out. You've it's heard me freak out over the phone. Yeah, I start hyperventilating. I mean, it's... The a, whole thing. It's nuts, and and I feel totally uncomfortable. Um, it's real gross. But, uh, but I have had pranks pulled on me before with people who know that I have arachnophobia, and they'll fuck with me with spiders because they think it's hilarious. And it's the worst feeling in the world, right, to, to be that vulnerable, to you know, to for people to know that this is a truly like a legit problem that this guy has, and we're gonna make fun of it. But it, like making fun of it is one thing, I guess. Like fucking with someone is not okay. So yeah, the prank stuff, I'm never okay with pranks. Like I actually like watching those videos of uh, the pranksters on YouTube who go around pulling pranks on other people, and then that they and then they get the crap beat out of them. You like them? I do. I do love it because you'll hear them go, "Hey, hey, no, no, no! It's a joke. I'm just joking." It's like, but but this other person doesn't know you're joking, so that doesn't (laughs) make it okay for you to do this thing. (laughs) One in particular was: it's always white guys doing something to a black guy. It's always white guys like walking up to a black guy and say, "Hey, hey, man, you got the time?" And the black guy like you know looks at his watch, and then the one guy, the white guy, grabs the phone out of his hand. Right, and somehow that's a prank that they're doing because that someone else is filming it. Yeah, yeah, they just take the phone, <laughs> right? And I don't know why it's always white guys getting beat up by black guys, but fucking white guys are are dicks, and we deserve it. Like as a white guy, I can tell you, we deserve it for sure. But these guys deserve it because what? I mean, they're to them it's funny. Because right. they know it's a joke. But when the other person or when the other party doesn't know it's a joke and it's an actual serious situation, like I've got no sympathy whatsoever. Like one guy was hospitalized because he wow. was beat up so bad. Because what and what he did was something fucked up. I don't remember yeah, what it think, was. Yeah, you think he that. But he did something super, super fucked up. And it was all a prank. And as the guy's beating him on the ground the one kid's like oh it's just a joke buddy it's just a joke man calm down what's wrong with you like well you were fucking with him right. so you deserve <laughs> this there's um it's funny too and like even the ones who are in the end up being okay with it in the end still come off looking like they're pieces of shit mm-hmm. like there's this one um where the, this guy he rides up and down um escalators in a mall and anytime he passes a guy with his hand on the other side, he'll swipe his hand, like rub it, like kind of crap. Oh, I saw that hand. one. Yeah. And then he kind of like he gives him like a little stuff. wink and a smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of the people are just like, what the fuck? But some of them like, you know, they get pissed off mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And one guy actually comes down the stairs and like goes after him. And then he points at the camera, and then they all have a big laugh, and it's fine. But in the end, you come off like a piece of shit. You yeah. want to go kick some guy's ass because he flirted with you. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? Like you still come off like a like an asshole. Yeah, and you can't escape that. Remember that whole Zach Braff thing when uh, Punked was fucking with people, oh, and, yeah, and Zach Braff saw that kid who he thought was like tagging his car or something. He went after the kid. Like, I don't know how, I can't remember how old the kid was, right? I mean, you're going to have to decide. I'm okay with someone getting beat for something they shouldn't have done. You know what I mean? Within reason. (laughs) But What happened with Zach Braff? What did he do exactly? So there was some kid, and he, like, like shook the kid and, like, kept hitting him in the head. You know, like, with the the palm of his hand. And it was a punk. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a punk. But he didn't know that. So he comes walking out, and he sees, he sees his car getting fucked with. And then, and then he sees this kid, maybe eleven, running away from the car, looking like the guilty party. And so, as far as I'm concerned, Zach Braff has every right to get pissed off, right, and go and go off on this kid. And whether or not, I mean, I don't know if he actually physically assaulted the kid. I don't know if he's like trying to talk to the kid, and the kid's ignoring him, so he's like, you know, smacking him on the side of the head, saying, "Hey, listen to me, I'm talking to you." And I don't know what's okay and what's not, right? Society changes all the time. It used to be okay for a complete stranger to beat their to beat someone else's kid because they did right. something they weren't supposed to. But now it's not. So, I mean, I'm not going to judge what is and what is not okay. Um, overall, I I don't agree with it. But I'm saying I'm saying Zach Braff came out having no idea there was this joke being played on him. And he reacted as if something real had happened. And then everyone else is like, whoa, what's wrong with you? Calm down. It's just a joke. Well, Zach Braff didn't know it was a joke. <laughs> right, right. So how can it be a joke, right? right. It, 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 it completely baffles the me. The problem is it, is it messes with Zach Braff's kind of image because now we think, well, if he, nobody was watching, he would have just kicked his kids ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> So I, yeah, I I'm I anti-pranks. I, I, like I really, really hate pranks. Like, truly hate pranks. Even, like, what about prank phone calls? No, I don't like prank phone calls either. I think they're fucked up. You don't think they're right at no, all? No, so I'll listen to some of them. Right? Like, you remember you and I, when we were on DC, we'd listen to some prank phone calls? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We'd yeah, go yeah, to, like, that. YouTube and pull up the, the one guy that did, like, the different voices. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. And some of them were funny, but I don't know if you remember, there were plenty of times when one was over and I was like, that was real fucked up that he did that to that person. <laughs> yeah, was, you know, me. yeah, I, I don't care for it. And it. You know, I'm not some crusader, you know, I'm not, like, equal rights for everyone. <laughs> you kind of are. <laughs> I, just, I just think that it is fucked up. To, to take enjoyment and pleasure and and laugh at someone else when when they're not in on it. Yeah. I think it's real messed up. Yeah, I get you there, buddy. I get you there. We we've always taken that stance. There's it's there's nothing okay not to joke about. You can joke about anything, but um but it's it's kinda like we but we also always say, but you always read the room, right? So yeah. it's important to not you don't you don't want to hurt people by making a joke. So you try mm-hmm. not to you know, if there's certain people in the room who are very sensitive to certain things, maybe you wouldn't make that joke out of respect to them. And you shouldn't uh, out of respect for them. I mean, y- you have a right to tell it if you want to. But uh, common courtesy, right? If you're using your brain and you have and you're using and you're being courteous to the people around you, uh then you just won't you just won't. You'll just keep it to yourself and tell the joke later. There have been plenty of times when I thought of like a really fucked up response to something someone said, right? right? Like some really fucked up joke to twist it, and I'll stop and go, ah, ah, they're not written. No, 
no one, no one in here is going to be able to take that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe when I'm with my my Hispanic black friend, right? I can make this joke and have that safety net. Right. But you and I joke about everything. You know, we joke about race and sex and religion and we don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're disgusting people. We joke about our dicks touching all the time. Well, there's nothing we love more than to joke about a good dick touch. (laughs) A good dick touch. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You never go dick touch. Oh, yo, you never, you never have the dick touch the dick. Oh, that's still. (laughs) Can't you always do that loud shrill thing? That's what you think he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's Barry Seinfeld, my character I'm working on. It's pretty good. Yeah, Thank like you. That. Yeah, do you love it? Yeah. Yeah. Barry so, Barry Smeinfeld is his name. <laughs> Barry Smeinfeld. That's pretty good. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So you should make a show. You think I should? But what would your show be about? Uh nothing. That's that's what yeah. good job. Buddy. You know what good I'm gonna job. call it too? I'm gonna call it Barry, right? I did that thing where I toss up the ball and you hit it with And I ball. just alley oop it. <laughs> Right? Well, no. Right? You home run it. I definitely kick that thing into the end zone. You get the uprights. With the uprights. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I definitely hit it within the lines. 30 love. My favorite sport is far, far ball. So you, you love far ball. ball. Really far. <laughs> yeah, far yeah, yeah. And never go get it. Just leave it. Right. <laughs> Just who can throw the ball. Right. Until no one can find classic, it. Classic sports ball. Yes. So, Buddy, so we're terrible at sports. Let's, let's say the general, um, what we've learned tonight, buddy, uh-huh. is that you are, um, you're, you're definitely more hip. You're more with the new school, mm-hmm. um, and I'm definitely left in the past. Yeah, I'm just an old, I'm an old soul. I think we both have a healthy appreciation for the, you know, the the past and the present, quote unquote. Sure, but sure, our sure. our hearts kind of lie in different areas. Um, yeah, like the like I find. Remember, uh, we, we've talked about the Looney Tunes show several times, mm-hmm. right? So there, there's Looney Tunes and then the Looney Tunes show, and I think the Looney Tunes show is funnier than the original Looney Tunes, and I feel like you probably feel the opposite. Um, it's it, you know, it's all about it's just kind of what you're in the mood for. I mean, obviously, I love the old Looney Tunes, but. I mean, well, show is one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah, I mean, so. I, of course it's what you're in the mood for, but I'm saying overall, right? Like, you know, yeah. you, your, your day and your attitude influence what it is you're in the mood for. But I'm saying if you had to choose one overall, I'm, my yeah. assumption is you would choose the classic Looney Tunes stuff. I'd probably go classic Loons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot, a lot of fun to be had there. So, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that, buddy. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely have that that classic style mm-hmm. you know you're, like you're, you're like an update shiny new car and i'm like a classic timeless automobile that everybody loves <laughs> right. <laughs> right 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 yeah i'm i'm like that vehicle that everyone strives to to get but can never afford because it it's too because it's always because it's always out of their league <laughs> once you get it though it always has problems right right well you're you're essentially buying an issue Right, you're in and out of the dealership all the time with issues with things. Mm-hmm. Like your air conditioner doesn't work, it kind of rattles. Right, right. So you have to take that in and fix that. Your lights go out. Right Wait, now. is this a dig? This is a dig at you. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, is that what this yeah, is? Yeah. 
I get it. I get it now. Wait. Yeah, I didn't understand it before. Wait it's a minute. Not compliments anymore. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. No, I understand it. I. I mean, I, I. I. You know, I get it. I mean, you're you're classic racist, prejudiced, sexist honeymooners, and I'm more like you know, let's all get along and be friends with each other. Say by the bell. Well, all in the family. I'll correct you too. I loved all in the family. You loved all in the family. <laughs> Terrible. Couldn't get enough of all of the family, but you hate yeah. different strokes. Whereas I love different strokes. It takes different strokes. It takes right to what? It takes different strokes, strokes to, take to get across to get across to, the lake. It takes to move to move the canoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. different strokes to activate. Yeah, the to air, finish your I wiener. Think. Activate your the perm is. You gotta stroke your hair to activate the perm. Is that what you said? <laughs> I think that's how the song goes. Am I right? Oh, buddy. Speaking of permed hair, did I ever tell you about the time my girlfriend taught me how to sixty nine? Nope. No. Well. No. Okay. Well, buddy, I think that's the show. Right? The show's over. That's, sounds like that. Yeah, was yeah. Solid yeah. episode of Just Two Pals, buddy. Classic Just Two Pals back in action. Buddy, just two pals get real humorous. The name of this episode. You think we should call it "Just Two Pals Get Humorous"? No, it sounds dumb. No, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <sighs> All right. Think of a title uh, for it, and I will make that the title. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for joining us on another episode of Just. Two oh pals. shit! I um, forgot we were recording. People are going to hear this, huh? <laughs> right, right. This is the whole thing we do. Oh, no. Uh, Johnny. Yes. Yeah, Randy. Fine, tell these fine folks where they can find us. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, you can find us on the, the wonderfully great AtomicGeekdom.com. Uh, we're also on uh, iTunes and, and Google Play and possibly Satchel whenever I take the time to sit down and look at it. Um it might happen. It might, not. it might not. I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't know. Um, let's see. You can find us on uh, Twitter at Just Two Pals. With uh, a two, that oh is. Oh my god! You can also find uh, me individually but, but on Twitter. Not really doing at a good Johnny Wellens. Pop right in here. And oh, just throw down. You can find Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Wellens. You can get him. Just common spelling. Um, you can get me at Matches Ten Forty Seven. This is all on twitter so you have to hit that at symbol before you put these names in i think if you search and put the names you'll probably still find it but the more like the accurate way to do it is you hit at and you start typing stuff i feel like you're spending way too much time on how to use twitter i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure well, most people know how to use basically twitter twitter is like you you also like made you also made a, a, a an error you can find me at johnny wellens but all the e's are threes so Right, the L's are ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the S is a money. The spot. L's are all uppercase I's. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's so annoying. Yeah. And the O's is zero. What about people who got at and then it's like thirteen R's and you have to remember? Yeah, how many. R's I guess I'm never gonna tweet this person. Is <laughs> yeah. what I say. I'm not gonna waste 140 characters on that idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um. Is that uh, how many it is on Twitter? I did, buddy. Doesn't ma- doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Who cares? Find us at Just Two Pals. You can email us even 
at just two pals pod. Yeah. At gmail Hey, if you want to support us, then okay, thank you. That's it. Yeah. You can. Yeah. This, this would way. be the time when someone would throw in a Patreon thing, Dave. But uh, you know we're we're you know we're classy we're classy we'll throw out that audible hit up hit up audible trial and audibletrial.com dot com slash slash what just slash two just, slash just two pals no, just atomic <laughs> geek yeah is the proper way to yeah book. yeah um, no for real though like Patreon's pretty good and Atomic Geekdom is is starting one up and actually we you know we talked to That's them right. about some of the stuff they're doing it actually sounds like a lot of fun. To the point where I want to do the stuff they're doing, but without the Patreon. You know what I mean? From what I understand, their Patreon um, contributors are going to get some really cool stuff. Them and the Two Broke Geeks are both doing it. Yeah. they got some cool things you can get if you spend some money. So, I mean, obviously, we suggest that you take a look at it, I guess. But well, listen to do it. Listen to their podcasts. You don't have to. You Definitely don't have to do give. That. You know. You don't have to give the money, but at least give the. You know, listen I mean, to podcasts. They're free. They prefer it. Yeah, but you can get cool stuff if you do give money. Now, our thing is, we want to be able to join in on the fun, give people cool stuff, but we don't really want to take anyone's. Money. Yeah, we don't really want to. Really, I mean, I'll take your money, but I don't want to have to ask for it. If you just willingly offer it up, (laughs) I won't say no. So be cool. Don't be a dick. Yeah, and make us beg you. Just give give it to us. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're going to start doing Patreon maybe one of these days. And we'll we'll come up with cool stuff. I'm thinking at about the $1,300 range, we're going to start sending out like caviar. I think we talked about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A fine bottle of wine, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, our choice, of course, is yeah. picked by the Just Two Pals. We're going to pick a bottle of wine to suit you. We're um, we're going to create a whole evening for you at around the $1,300 mark. So Around the $1,300. You send us $1,300. We're going to take we're going to give you a night out on the town. And yeah, you'll Yeah, any town. Yeah. You can come out here you on your dollar. Yeah, yeah, on your dollar you come out to yeah, actually, you'd have to fly us to you because we don't live in the same area. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll have to get two separate tickets. Really? We're just trying to pay for us to hang out. And fly play. us out to you, and we'll take you out, and we'll do some, we'll do some great stuff. Definitely invite us out during a time when there's like right. a great movie that we something could all go see together. On. Yeah, yeah. some event. Right, we don't just want to sit around at your house eating your food, doing nothing. <laughs> right, maybe around March, and you could buy us a new Nintendo or something. Right, right, something, yeah, yeah. Something worth Invite watching. us out, get us a Nintendo NX. Right. You know, let but you us. Don't have to let spend us that chill. Much to have fun, right? We're thinking around the twelve hundred dollar range. We're, we maybe get some like cucumber water, right? Like a bottle of. Really fancy cucumber. Water. Well, any any anyone who's willing to donate twelve hundred but unwilling to donate thirteen hundred definitely gets the bottom of the barrel prizes. So <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna get cucumber water. You're gonna get cucumber sandwiches. You're gonna get cucumber, cucumber slices. It's the whole. Cucumber it's a whole cucumber themed <laughs> present box. Right, right. That's yeah. at the twelve hundred dollar range. Right. So don't be a dick. Don't if you're gonna donate twelve hundred, donate thirteen hundred. Don't don't be an asshole, right? Yeah, we're gonna get this going. We're gonna definitely get this going. All right, buddy. I think uh, I think that's that's the show. We gotta play him out, eh? What what do you what are you thinking? I don't know. You want to sing a song or something? I don't know, buddy. How about-
Springtime for Hitler and Germany. Deutschland's a proud land today. Springtime for Hitler and Germany. No? no? Oh, oh, sorry. I thought that was still part of the song. <laughs> nope. I just was trying to get your approval at that point. By yeah, way. that's fine. That's fine. I mean, it was. Did you like that? It was. It was adequate. It was mediocre. It actually reminds me of the. T- Have I ever told you about the time my girlfriend taught me how to sixty nine? That's it. We're done. All right. Good night.